she is always like for real, for real, face down, ass up. Mm-hmm. She was meant to be his maybe, dog. Maybe I face shouldn't bring Tron over here. Tron be like, bitch, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. That's your dog? Yep. I used to pray for times like this. I used to dream. Wow. I hate y'all. Look at that big booty on that cat. Right. Is your volume good? I'm good. I hear everything nice and crispy clear. Okay, your volume's good? My volume's good, yeah. Okay, I think that's good. Um, We ready to go? I'm ready to go. I had to remind myself what the fuck everything was. It's been a minute since I've been touching those buttons. All right. (laughs) (laughs) She ain't talking about the... (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, oh, hey. hey. All right. All right, we ready? (laughs) We gonna do this shit? Yeah. All right. Take a sip. You ready, Take a sip. Yeah. All right, three, two, one. Look at that. I fucked it up. You fucked it up. <laughs> Three, two, one, why? Here. There we go. Hey, here we go. I forgot about that part. We're back. And the dog's back there. Everything fucking sucks, but not champagne. Mm. Hey now. Get a deep breath in for it. All right, here I go. Here we go. I'm going in. Here you go. What, 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 what? Oh. oh! Hey! We're back! Back in the motherfucking building! Are you trap shit, man? Oh, yeah. Like, nah, leave, we're, leave we're it to us, up. right? All that stuff. Normal people have regular podcasts. Ours called everything fucking sucks, sucks and we bring reason. it to the trap to start it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not an NPR beginning. Oh, mm, no. yeah. Well, fuck NPR too. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't never gonna get no sponsorships, thanks to me. What was that one review? I sound like a truck truck driver. Yeah, you're a truck driver. <laughs> yeah, that was someone. That was, oh my god, uh, they curse so much. I'm like, bitch. It says everything fucking sucks. Yeah. What 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 is the the thing here? Yeah, we put it in the bio. <laughs> literally whatever <laughs> yo not only are we back but we are back in the building with one of my favorite people in the 916 really Ms. i thought Nagina. it was me i said one of jesus why are you taking the moment i'm sorry okay. miss nagina is in the building drop it pop it my money Hey, hey. Oh, it's gonna be a party up here. like that. It's a bad bitch party. Yep. So, Najina, to give you a little bio about Najina, Najina is one of the owners uh, of South, which is a restaurant we have talked about in this podcast a, bunch. a lot. A bunch. Um, see, y'all should have been sponsoring us. <laughs> Nobody else was gonna. <laughs> We um, wrote a check. I, you, you, you didn't get it. <laughs> you didn't get it, girl. We, I couldn't fucking find your house, office. girl. I couldn't find your house. Uh, also of the Quinn, which is a fucking badass little uh, boutique here in town. And another spot that uh, is close to my heart, which is the Good Saint, uh, where we have had some good times. <laughs> we have had some good times. <laughs> I've never been there, but that's okay. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, never been there. Yeah. Sorry. The last like time the last time we were there, it was 137 degrees. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. It was. And the the event that we were there to um, take care of 
them motherfuckers could drink. Oh, so is, out is of that pocket. is that, that where was, the uh-huh. that beer came from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Juicy. They yeah. started drinking at eleven a.m. Yeah, and they drank to the very last second of their deadline before the fleet of Ubers showed up for them. I mean, they drank everything. Everything. It was like nothing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. I think their their bar bill was nine grand, and Holy they drank. Shit. They drank every last drop there wasn't a swallow of liquor left <laughs> no real talk there was a couple few ipas because it was so hot yeah, and they, they had been drinking, drinking so yeah. much they couldn't even get the damn the one last guy who got the ipa was your boy who ended up hurling yeah right there in front of all of us not, yeah. not a good, we knew that was coming yeah. yeah then they started jumping in the pool shaving cream Ooh. on shaving cream Ooh. Nagina was in the pool pissed. with shaving cream with fucking popcorn chicken i was like Jesus Christ, yo. but popcorn but chicken for as crazy as it was we had a good old time we had a good time we did wow. like they because it was a like she said 149 degrees <laughs> we like had we just took our uniforms off yes. we were in tank tops booty shorts Real talk. like whatever like cutting tees yes yeah. and then they were so out of pocket all day long that like we were cussing at them and they were like it, real talk they, they loved like, it you cool <laughs> <laughs> they loved like it. literally like saying to people you, you're cut the fuck off and they're like thanks yo if Najina wow. and i had ever met during my bartending days if we had worked together during those days Y'all we would have made so much fucking money though we no yeah. because the been, truth is is that the more places. you abuse certain men the more they like they it love that shit they come back for more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there was like five guys that just ate that up they, man they, they were like flies it. on shit they wouldn't mm-hmm. leave they i swear they were chugging their drinks just to come yeah. back and get talk some more shit yeah too. <laughs> we were like please go away please go to the popcorn chicken bar oh, wow <laughs> yo fun times yeah Sounds like it, geez. So if you're if you're here in the nine one six, if you're a Sacramento person and you ain't been to South, we have a problem. We done mm. told y'all to get your black asses over there and get We're some of that food. To you. <laughs> we, we've we've been saying it. You but, can't sit you know. with us. Mm-mm. Um. So today we are going to talk about life. We're going to catch some updates. We're going to talk about some things that um a couple few of us sitting at this table have been through and and overcome, and uh how that ultimately ends up leading to you finding your passion right living your most authentic life man listen people i think we have similar personalities in this sense where people often will say to me i wish i could just say things like you say right Mm -hmm. i wish i could just that's a common thing alton Alton all the time it will say you know like that's it's something that people really would like to do and i'm mm-hmm. like i don't understand that statement then just do it and he's like no that's not how most people live no. and, I, and i think that's one of her attractions yeah. for people they see that many times she don't give a fuck yeah and she's gonna say what she's gonna say yeah and it may not be the appropriate thing to say mm-hmm. oh i think it's appropriate exactly <laughs> You think it's appropriate, but the average person was like, I'd never say that. I would never say that. But, but that, they, that comes from fear. That, yes, that's it a, does. That's, a, that's that person living in fear. Correct. That when she speaks authentically and true and shoots from the hip, she's giving you, or people that do that are giving you truthful information. They're not lying to you. They're not yes people. They're not honey sugarcoating anything. They are being very authentic. And it's coming from, it's, and I think that the one thing that people misconceive about that is that when people speak authentically to you, that 
they think it's coming from a place of uh, judgment or I want to hurt your feelings or I'm trying to be malicious. And what it is, is it's coming from a place of I I do truly care for you and I need you to know the truth so that you can be better. Right. And when people hear that information and they say, well, oh, she's being a bitch or it's inappropriate, what it is is I don't want to hear that shit. I'm not ready to receive it. I'm not ready to receive it and I'm not ready to change and I'm not ready, ready to accept, wow, I am a dick sometimes or I am inappropriate sometimes or I am an asshole sometimes. And so that it's that fear of not wanting to hear the truth about who you are and sit back and have some self-reflection and be like, well, I really do treat people like this, or maybe I do react like this. And, you know, you can call it what it is, but in the end, I'm sure that Lori don't lose no sleep over it. No, but the person, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? No, But but the person that just heard that, like you act like this, they have to go home and they, you're, you're going to go one of two paths, one of self-reflection and be like, shit, I really should like, let me sit in this. It's uncomfortable and let me figure it out and, and decide a path of change or they're going to go home and they're going to play the victim and just be like, she's a fucking bitch and fuck Lori. (laughs) Yeah. And that happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. What, what I was, again, you're not losing sleep. That's right. What I was referring to was that I, I think that that is the attraction for some people. Yes. That, that she does Mm -hmm. shoot from the hip. Mm-hmm. She speaks her mind. Right. And at times it's inappropriate, but it's truthful, it's and, truthful honest. and honest. It's honest. Yeah. I told my last boss to suck my dick easily a handful of times. Like real talk. <laughs> like the That's way HR problem. The though. way that he would fucking talk. He was so fucking buck wild. The way he talked to his staff. I was like, you really need to suck my dick. And it, and I would tell Alton when I got home, he was like, you can't tell your fucking boss to suck my dick. I'm like, well, you should have told Lori that six, six hours ago. Yeah. Cause I done told his ass to suck my dick. Yeah. Cause you can't talk crazy like that. I don't care who you are. A position of authority is not a position to allow you to abuse humans. It's not. And oftentimes people are nastier and nastier and nastier because a person like me or a person like you hasn't come and said, you know, you a whole asshole. An it's unkempt, true. unshaven one. It's true. But th- you know what it is, is that you have people, especially people that are in management. And, and I'm going to own where I have done this too, where you don't have power in your outside of work life. So when you are at work, mm. you literally go over the top mm-hmm. with trying to display as much power as you authority. can. Authority. because you control. know that control, you know that everybody that works under you has to be compliant. Right. They're being compliant because they're fearful, fearful of losing their job. Wow. They're compliant because they need to work. They're compliant because maybe they're just passive aggressive people and they wouldn't step up to you anyways. <laughs> so when you... Or, or in a management position like that and you don't have power in your outside life, you come in and you act crazy as fuck like that. And I, I'm not going to lie. They, I used, I used to be like that. I used to be that boss that, that came into work and I had hella attitude. Like, you're not, not going to tell not me you. I did. No. You're not going to tell me shit. <laughs> You are not going to tell me shit. I was that way when I was a really young manager when I lived in San Jose. And I just thought, I thought I was so cute. I would come in with my high heels and my damn French (laughs) tips and my blown out hair. And I would walk around that, that damn thing. Like I thought I was like, 
Tyra Banks. And mm. I was like, do this, do that, shut up. I mean, I used you to. You saw that finger came I up. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I used to do it mm. all the time. I remember <laughs> I had a server that pissed me off one day. And I literally, he had a tray full of drinks. And I kicked that fucking tray out of his hand. <laughs> Because he made me mad. And I was like, and he was like, Nagina. And I was like, clean it up, bitch. Like, crazy. Wow. Like, yeah, that, drunk. That, that sounds like nightmare. I was drunk in my own power. And when my boss was like, bitch, you got to go. And they didn't even, <laughs> real talk, they didn't fire me because I was a really good employee. They're like, we just got to transfer you to San Mateo. And my, like, stuck up ass they was like. They got skin over there. Yeah, I was like, I ain't going to no San Mateo. When's my first, well, I was like, when's my first day? And they're like, it's this day. And I'm like, I ain't going to no San Mateo. I got Gwen Stefani tickets. D- like, damn. And so I quit. I that quit a job. on a serious show, though. Um, I would have quit for her, too. I've seen her, like, three times live. So Amazing. I. So have Amazing. But. When you're eating top ramen, you ain't got no damn fucking food. And you're living out of your car. You kind of look back and you're like, that was kind of a stupid, that a was, stupid pull. Yeah, I and I it. used to do that at the beginning of South too. Like mm-hmm. I, I apologize to all my staff that worked year one, two and half of three. I was a dick. Well, it's also tough too when you've invested everything. You know, South yeah. had a rough start, right? We had a rough start. You guys went through it and we we understand that with yeah. our business. Like, So we recently read a statistic that said that Sacramento is the number one city in the entire country for small business failures. Wow. Number one. And after what happened with us, I can believe it. Yeah. I mean, it's incredibly difficult to get a small business off the ground here. It Whether is. you got money or not, they, yeah. they just run your ass through it. They do. Um, But... What people on the other side sometimes don't understand, you know, uh, the people who either come to your business, patronize it, or your staff who works underneath you, mm-hmm. they have finite hours there, right? Mm-hmm. They come in at this time, yep. they go home at this time, yep. and they out there living their life and pursuing their own. Mm-hmm. You've invested every cent, blood, sweat, tears, literally. Like, there's no spot in that gym that we did not cry, bleed, or sweat in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I understand to an extent that first few year pressure yeah. that it has to be perfect because you only have that one shot to wow them. Yeah. Especially in the in the days now of everything being instant, you know, right. they can fucking snap a picture of your uh, bloody fucking chicken, not y'all's, I'm saying for the example. And you then your, your business. That is. <laughs> <clears throat> I have... I, I do have a little side snark here for a restaurant that is currently serving chicken and um Yo <laughs> Yo I don't give a fuck. I won't that, say the name. I won't say the name don't, either. But, I won't say the name either. But they they, but, they slang in a twenty five dollar chicken sandwich. Okay. Twenty five. I'm not being funny. It got black truffles. It wasn't it? it? It don't have big black cock on it. No. So I don't well, understand. I, I wouldn't buy it if it had a big black cock on it. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Uh-huh. $25 for a chicken sandwich. For a chicken sandwich. And, and this is and, not and, being and funny. Out. And check it out. Someone and some. Do you get a gift card inside of the chicken sandwich? No. And someone. And nobody sucks your dick while you eat it either. Mm-mm. It's weird. I was waiting for that part. I was waiting yeah. for the girl to come unzip his pants and like let him enjoy someone, the sandwich. Someone tweeted. <laughs> someone tweeted about it, right? And so, so we ended up going. Okay, and and I'm I'm gonna I'm tell you a couple of things here. I saw the price we, and said, we, "Fuck this sandwich." We ended up instantly. going. We ended up going. Met up with a few friends, and we're like, "Oh shit, you know what? We'll try a new place. See Family what's supper. up." And, and and usually when we go try a new place. We kind of run it through the ringer. Right. We're going to order a little of this, a mm-hmm. little of that, a little yeah, of that. Give me, give me a couple of drinks. Let's yeah. let's yep. try it all out. Okay. $400 later. Hang on. Yes. No, no, no. no hang on. <laughs> it, it did. It did. Very first thing. 
We oh. hundred hurricanes. Oh, they got hurricane. Let, let, let give me a hurricane. Uh, check this out. Hurricane. <laughs> this is a real. This is real talk. That's some bullshit. <laughs> no, I'm Who not the even fuck joking. came up with that? That's some. That shit is nasty. It was no. gross. I, I was so he disappointed. He was so bitter because you guys set the goddamn precedent Dude, for a hurricane. No joke. For that a hurricane, hurricane is the best fucking thing right? ever. When you got a three hurricane limit on your hurricane. Oh, it went up. Yeah, I thought it was only two. two. Oh shit! No, it is two. Sorry, oh. everybody out there, it's not it's two. I'm like, it's wait, you didn't cut us off after I, two? No, I had to remember that. We had one customer you, that had you, four, you, you and had I had to, to chase home. his ass down the street to get our glass back. Oh, I, wow. I, I the one time, I can only one drink time a half. where he and I had like a, a little situation mm -hmm. was after he'd had a couple few of them mugs, and he was like, "I'm cool," and I was like, "No, the fuck, you no, are not, not cool to drive." Yeah, no, you're not. But he was in such a good, like, it wasn't like a. Like I, I don't, I don't get ugly. Yeah, drunk. he was just like not, but like, I, like dead ass. I'm good, and I was like, the fuck, you are not. I'm telling you right now, we we do a little, we do a little witch shit on that hurricane. I believe that we, we bless that with good vibes. <laughs> I because believe when that. people drink that, they are in a good yes. ass yes. mood. Yes. Yes. Even yes. if you're a mean drunk, people drink that, and they're just like, you know what? I need a hug and Chill a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know where your mouth been. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but so but some yeah. booty ass hurricanes. That was mm -hmm. the start. That my and I, and I, mean, the, I mean, the it was because because your guys' hurricane is like as soon as, as soon as you taste that, you know, you be like, oh, it got some ooh, shit in it yep. right there, right? They done but, put their toe flavor, in that bitch. Yeah. But the flavor is good. Yeah, it, it, the, it is. You, it's you a drinkable it's, drink. It's, it's flavorful. The hurricane was born out of some regulars that came in mm -hmm. and that had said, "I need something to get me there." Okay, oh. that's kind of like the Long Island exactly. in a sense, it, it, you know. And I was like, well, we ain't gonna take it back to the '90s, <laughs> right? Right. So we're gonna hit you with something. We're new. gonna get it fresh. Okay. We're yeah. gonna make it fresh and sexy. Yeah. So if you could take Joe to see, oh, and put it in, oh yeah, 2019. <laughs> Come and talk to me. <laughs> that's what we did. Okay. So we were like, we hear you, right? And we made that. And that customer that came in that was like, I need something to get me there. They tried it and they was like, oh. He was all, so you, I'm there. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, there. Yeah. You guys ain't fucking around. <laughs> yeah. So, so drink wise, right out trash. the gate, I was like, this is trash. Well, then I taste my homegirl's drink and it what, literally it made me gag. Or did it just not have. It, it tasted like, um, it, it you, ever, a, you ever have a glass that they haven't quite rinsed out the soap? Oh. It, mm -hmm. it kind of had like a like a, didn't it have like a flourish flavor to no, it. No, that something? was oh girls. Oh, okay. She, and then she got a bourbon cocktail. My homegirl did, and Oof. she was like, try it. And I was like, it literally was like drinking a shot of rose water. You uh -oh. know, like that kind of, like it was no. so much, it's yeah. fragrant, it kind of makes your nose flare a little bit. Like yeah, that. It, was, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah. Then they served me some fucking gummy ass macaroni and cheese. No. It looked like they used that, you know, that jar of kids' paste that you open it and it has yep. the stick stuck and to it. And the kids be eating that shit. Yeah. In kindergarten. It looked like they, they were like, yo, for old time's sake, here's a little scoop of that in your mac and cheese. Yeah. It was terrible. Now, I will say that the chicken that I had was probably the best at the table that my daughter and I had. Mm -hmm. um, were there one or two things about it? I think they could have done better, 100%, but I enjoyed that. But my side, that that horrible mac and cheese was, it was an offense. It was so bad. Mm. And then so the bill for like- I had the I had the expensive- uh, Sandwich. Because, because they basically had the hot chicken or something, and then I had the expensive chicken sandwich because someone had tweeted about it how- as someone it's whose so food good. opinion we respect heavily. Yeah. 
and and you know went back two three times immediately and i'm like okay i got to try it be good and i went and tried it and i'm like as soon as i bit it i was like popeyes would murder this motherfucker right here let me let me tell you Popeyes chicken sandwich is pretty good though i'm just saying it's pretty good i haven't had it it's fucking good no i ain't got no patience for that no it's no there's no more lines lines it's gone it's gone we it's, went. We went and did. We did a review. We did a podcast. On the podcast. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Because it took us literally like forty-seven minutes to get that motherfucking sandwich. Did you see? We saw drug deals. We did. We, <laughs> did you see the motherfucker that was selling the Popeye sandwich on Facebook, Facebook. Marketplace? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody sold. Which the, is brilliant. Someone was selling the wrapper for like fifty bucks. True get story. The fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm not even joking. No, and it said you can still lick smell, it. It said you can still smell the sandwich. <laughs> no. Fifty bucks. No. <laughs> yeah. But you know what though? Facebook Marketplace is crazy. The other day I sent him one. They, somebody was selling a half-eaten sandwich. They were like, "Yo, the sandwich is bomb. If you want the other half, real talk." Yeah. I hate people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. anyways, back so, to the chicken thing, real quick. Like, yeah. yo, there is. There was, to me, there's no competition. I'm um, like, t- you know, I go in there and it's gumbo all motherfucking yes. day long. And I'm either like, um, I'll either do like the salmon or I'm doing the meatloaf. meatloaf. You eat the meatloaf. I love the meatloaf. Mm-hmm. That that meatloaf is like. I don't even like meatloaf. Feels. Unless I, I make feels it. On we, that. we took that shit off the menu for one season motherfuckers was like hey. i've never received more hate mail <laughs> from people and the i mean like the meatloaf is me bomb. out emails where it was just like <laughs> bitch like i was like uh, uh, oh oh okay <laughs> sorry the meatloaf is good and after that i was like i can't my self-esteem can't handle <laughs> it has to be this a kind of bullshit yeah. so it's we're just gonna put just, it back it's on it's not just that the meatloaf is delicious it's it's perfectly paired it really is like everything that you get on that plate works together because here's the thing and this was a conversation i was having earlier with um a person and i can't go into mm-hmm. detail mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. but i was saying that like me being a 70s baby and then growing up in the 80s like they're We're what, similar right uh, i hello? miss oh, yeah. i miss comfort food comfort food yes but that like 70s 80s comfort food like I don't know of any other place in Sacramento, and I was told that only one other place does serves meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Like, where can you go where you can get like that old school meatloaf, or you can get some pot roast? Or and we used to have pot roast. Uh, the pot know. roast was bomb. The pot, the pot roast was, was because it was I didn't smoked. email you yeah. and curse you out we did. when it went away. I yes. did not, I but I was upset. It. Exactly. I, I ordered it many times yeah. because I was like, when I, I remember the first time I had it, I was saying to myself, I'm like. Wait a second. <laughs> he was like, this what fucking, is that flavor? This mm-hmm. fucking pot roast is smoked. Was yeah. I was like, it is smoked. I'm like, I ain't mm-hmm. never had nobody smoke a pot roast. Yep. I mean, that shit was so good. So good. Yeah. I, mean, I miss won't... it. Where I'm trying to bring it back. Mm. So it's one of those things that it's like, I miss that like 1970s and 1980s comfort, comfort food. food. That yeah. like that. TV dinner, like... Give me the little, little fucked up brownie. <laughs> Give me that like. Is it a brownie? What is that? I mean, it was like a little hockey puck. Yeah. A little hockey you know what? Puck we actually have similar flavored. approaches to food yeah. as well because um, you know, I bake cookies obsessively. Yeah. I, I always have cookie dough on hand because I love chocolate have chip you cookies. Had her cookies? Mm-mm. Oh, don't! Uh, she won't eat them because she's I'm keto on, now. Keto. She hates me. I'm she, on keto. She, <laughs> she's working on a mimosa cookie. I'll lick yeah. it. <laughs> okay, you I always tell me it. that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, should we tell our secrets on radio? <laughs> Yo. No, but like, I, I've seen and I've eaten cookies all over this town because, yeah. you know, inevitably you listen, you exactly. take it, you, t- you compare, right? Yeah. And I've had some wonderful cookies around this town, but 
I feel like there's this desire to just make everything very fancy now, right? Like to, to take too much. It, and you take away when I tell Alton this all the time. When I sit down with a chocolate chip cookie, I want to think about the one or two times when I was a kid where things were a little settled, Simple, right? Yeah. And I would break that damn package refrigerator Nestle Toll House cookie <gasps> and the and the mm -hmm. chocolate would melt. Yep. And it had this flavor and I tie it in with good feelings and that cold glass of milk. Yes. I don't want your six layered Pilsner beer cookie that is, you know, two and a half feet tall. Dry as fuck. Dry as fuck and cost seven dollars each. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't need that. Yeah. I'm looking for something that gives me the warm and fuzzies yeah. from something that brought me comfort at yep. some point. Yep. And that's how I feel about food. And I guess that in the end, that's really truly what that's it is about what, South yeah. that we love is yeah. that we get that warm and fuzzy feeling from the things that we eat there. Yeah. And I think the other part was um, the very first time we went, these are things no one, we haven't told you. That's right. <laughs> the very first time we went, right? We, we, uh, did we go together? Yeah. Did, when it was hot as fuck that day. So, so we, this and was, before, was probably hot as fuck this in the was, restaurant too, because we didn't have no air conditioning. This was before you had air conditioning, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Um, actually I think it said South in like soap, uh, like a soap bar or something on it. <laughs> yes, it, it was did. early on. It early. was, it was urban. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. But, but. Check to it his out. Point. So what when was we the first thing? when we went in, right? It was like, okay, we were looking around. All right, let's. What do we do, right? And we go and we order and, and we sit down. And as soon as we sit down, music's playing, mm. and it's motherfucking Wu Tang. And we're and we are and going. That was a forever customer. We're going. We're going. Who in the fuck plays Wu Tang? You know, in a <laughs> restaurant. Do. And and I'm like, okay. I'm sold already. Yep. Mm -hmm. I am already sold. That is a true story. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a true story. I was yeah. like, it's hot as fucking. Oh, it was. People, people thought we did that shit on Wu -Tang purpose. Is on. I was like, this ain't Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> we wow. purposely making it hot up in this bitch, <laughs> so it feels like we back in Louisiana. <laughs> They're like, this is so authentic. Like we love how it's really hot in here. And I was like, oh, yeah. it was so hot. Yeah, it was. It oh, was girl, so we'd be sweating clips <laughs> that like that damn kitchen staff would have those blue towels yes. and we had a bucket of ice water and you'd you soak it in wow. and then they put it on and i mean just clips yep. sweating yep wow. and i remember oh god willie he's been with us the longest hey, time asshole. and he would say all the time he'd be like Fuck a Morena. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking quit. I don't have to do this shit. And I'm like, Billy, I love you and you're appreciated. My man was about to be taken out right. on a motherfucking stretcher. People <laughs> die in a heat stroke. Chicken D, Chicken D just had a wonder, and he was the one that invented our hot chicken sandwich. Mm. Chicken D was Chicken just D be, is who made us some ratatouille. That ratatouille piece. Piece to Chicken yeah, D, and that was he good. the same thing, and he'd be like, you know, Najina, I'd really appreciate it if maybe possibly some time we could get some air conditioning, you know, just you know maybe fix the hood system or something. I'd be like, yeah, Chicken D, we broke as fuck, so I need you to just take we the too would like that. that shit in the water. <laughs> we too would enjoy those. I things. would love that too. Yes. Yeah. 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 This weekend was the first time ever Alton had ever eaten ratatouille, and I'm like, you don't really? understand. This shit is so fucking good. Chicken D's ratatouille is. It was very fire. tasty. Yeah. But my, my only issue with it was I'm. I'm I'm not a huge eggplant fan. Right. Yes. And so I the am. skin of the eggplant, it, it's, it's like a little it's tough, little tough little, for me. I yeah. still motherfucking but, hate it. But the flavor of so that good. with the onions and oh, the tomatoes, Jesus, oh, it was, so it was good. really good. Yeah. yeah. I ate that shit like three days in a row because it was so good. We made two. <laughs> so one was for you and one was for me. And I went to go get mine on Tuesday. Oh, 
They fucking ate. I was going to say the Tuesday. whole kitchen staff. I came in and I was like, there was the ratatouille with one slice left. Oh, damn. And I was like, what the fuck? Who ate my ratatouille? And they, and they were like, chicken D said that you left it too long. So oh, we had to uh, eat it. Oh, didn't want it to go bad. You know, it was delicious. Yeah. It was good. Really good. Matter of okay. fact, there's the pan right there. That's right. <laughs> so let's, let's circle this wagon back to where we started. Yeah. I'm going to kind of set it up for you two to really have a conversation more than me because I don't really have as much in common in this starting port. I'm going to get some more wine, though. First yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, go get some more booze. You want red or white? I got white. The one that has the liquor in it. Okay. In that case, get them all. Um, so one of the conversations that AK has wanted to have for some time has been about, you know, what happens when um, – there's a massive shift in your personal life, right. um, a, a disruption that was certainly unplanned mm -hmm. um, and how that affects everything thereafter. Mm -hmm. Girl. She does one. <laughs> I haven't had a drink in a minute. Oh, this is good. You keto and I'm... Uh, Dry. This is why I, I don't eat carbs, so I can so drink can wine. Drink. I fucks yep. with it. I fucks with it. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's a situation that I personally haven't been through. And so, as a result, it's been a tough situation to discuss because oftentimes people don't want to talk about it. They don't want to disparage somebody that, you yeah. know, that they have a family, have had a family with, or they are still trying to, you know what I'm saying? And so, one of the things that we can do around here, sometimes we fail at it. If anybody is confused about it, please go back to the masturbation episode for a complete and total fucking to loss one? of control. <laughs> oh Yo, my God. the loss of control was on an epic scale. Okay. Yeah. I'm here trying to have like a scientific conversation about masturbation and my homeboys talking about fucking his pillows and my homegirls talking about bukkake me. Okay. True story. Yeah. Jesus, Mary Joseph. From the window. Yeah. True to story. the wall. Yeah. True yeah. story. Yeah. So that was our highest rated episode. <laughs> it was. It had the most streams. It was like, fuck, this one's doing good. People, we got to talk about masturbation more. for my homegirl by name. Like, oh literally, what's God. up with your bugaki me friend? Yeah. I'm like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> she is a happily married woman. Yeah. But um, one of the things that we are able to do is have these conversations without it being a mudslinging situation. Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is, is that in this nation, divorce rates are sitting at what? I think the last time I looked at it was closer to 60% than yeah. it was. It used to be it, less high. than half. Yeah. Now it's sitting at closer yeah. to, you know, the higher mm -hmm. end of it. And oh, probably besides just me, cause I'm, I am truly the minority in this one. I've never been married. When, when people's marriages come apart, it's not just, it's not just like we're separating the home. It's not just, I don't have my partner to sleep with. It's not, it's, it is a full breakdown. Yeah. Like, Friends got to choose who they gonna stay friends with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 pretty devastating. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you you've told me. Yeah, it's de it's devastating. Um, my personal experience. Um, I remember. You know, you go through these phases, right? When when you're challenged with divorce, uh, you know, you, you know it's gonna happen. Uh, your, the situation of your relationship has degraded to the point of no return, mm -hmm. in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and when it, when it all kicks in, you know, one night you basically digest it all. Yeah. And, and when you digest it all, it, 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 in a sense, just breaks you down because then in order for you to take that next step from understanding that, um, my relationship has failed, right. 
not only has the relationship failed, the family is now no longer. I'm, I got air quotes, y'all. Mm. The family is no no longer how it was. You still got family, yeah. but but it's you know when you get married, you you basically you make this commitment to someone that this is what you're gonna do for the rest of your life, and it's ride or die, mm-hmm. right? It's you and I. That's that's what we do, and then when it goes sideways for whatever reason when it goes south <laughs> sorry that was too easy my bad <laughs> so wow. funny, Lori. I, I, i'm sorry i was i was a little i was a little slow on the sounds i could have <laughs> i was a little anyways my, my bad <laughs> yeah look uh, the universe is like bitch shut up yeah <laughs> my bad, my bad. and and so um when it goes a little sideways you know you you start analyzing it i think the average person it's one of the first things you start to do you analyze and you say where did it go wrong right even even though you know what's wrong yeah now but you back try to backtrack it absolutely you try to backtrack it to see oh shit if i had caught it then could Mm -hmm. the 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 path have gone a different way huh and the reason is is because in divorce I think the average person instantly blames themselves, even if they're not the ones who say committed adultery or um, made a big change in in the in the decision making mm-hmm. that you guys had agreed on, or or whatever the reason is. You there's an instant thing of you know I failed, and and you know you kind of blame yourself for it you absolutely and, do and and you and you begin to try and break it down like where did i fail and why did i fail and if i could i can only speak of my own experience mm-hmm. if i could just fix it real quick maybe it would save everything because the thought in your head mm-hmm. is it's about and this is really if you have kids mm-hmm. The thought is all about the family. Yeah. You you will. Girl, you good? You good? Yeah, Bubs is over there. Said, Bubs is in the building. Right you will. <laughs> she said, fuck them all out of left. That's what Bubbles <laughs> just said. You will take the L to save your family. Because it, here's the because thing. It's not just the, the immediate family. It's not just you and the kids. Mm-hmm. You're worrying about grandmas, grandpas, cousins, sisters, and brothers. It's a big picture. It, it's, because you're separating all of that. Yeah, it it all breaks. It's it's not just uh, you and I, mm-hmm. and and maybe your your son or or whatever. It's everything. It, it's the say say you have a great relationship with your in laws. Mm-hmm. That's over. It doesn't necessarily have to be over. No, but you I, think I, it that yeah. th- that is the thought <laughs> when mm-hmm. when this happens. Right. And, I, uh-huh. and 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 the reason why I say that is because. That's what I experienced. I experienced like, oh, it's over, right? Mm-hmm. But years later, it all came back around. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, like, hey, you know, we love you and all this stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But in that initial shock of, okay, this thing is actually over now mm-hmm. or, or it's going to be over, you you have that fear of, shit, I'm, everything I've worked for all those goals that I was reaching for, all the plans that we had put together, all the years and hard work we've put together to to get to that goal, yeah, is gone. It's gone. It's over. You've you, you've lost it. 
it's it, now gone. It's literally, I think that's the hardest part is when you look at everything you have co- accomplished together. Mm-hmm. And then you have to say, that shit's dead. Yeah. It's dead. It's done. Yeah. And I think you can have, a, for me, it was a real panic attack of, well, shit, where do I, like, how do I navigate from this point? Right. Um, where do I go from here? Um, I have, my whole identity for 17 years has been a we. Mm-hmm. And now I have to be an I. Right. And that's a hard one. It's a hard one because you're so used to putting people in front of you. Yes. You and 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 Lori's mentioned it to me. I've had mm-hmm. other people tell me that shit. My dad has told me, mm-hmm. and actually we had the conversation recently, and and he was telling me he said, it's a it's about time that you're worrying about you, Be- oh because gosh. forever I have I have taken care of everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it that's that's my nature. Yeah. That that's what I do. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm the provider. Right. Right? Something's broke, I'm gonna fix it. Mm-hmm. If, if some if you're worrying about that, well we got, we're gonna figure out a plan to make sure that you exactly. don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Right? But then when it all goes to shit, you know, you still have that mind that mind state. Mm-hmm. Right? And for me, it was almost like I was more worried about them. Right the state in which they're in and I want to make sure that they're okay mm-hmm. because I, I'll be okay. Yeah. I, I know I will. But once again, it was your, if you are the one who always has the arms around the family and you're the one that's always, you know, coming up with the ideas, the plans, mm-hmm. how are we going to do this? Let's, let's do that. You know, even when the family breaks, you still have this concern about the other person, right. even though they might've fucking did you wrong. Right. Right. Just, just did you dirty. Mm hmm. But you still, in the back of your mind, you have this care for them, right? Because that was your that was your partner for life. That was that was literally your soulmate, your twin flame, how whatever you want to fucking put a name on it, yeah. Right. And I think that like to touch on that, yeah. There's a there's a it's an identity crisis mm-hmm. because I remember that when this first started to go down with me that there were so many responsibilities that my partner had that I didn't assume. And I didn't assume those out of like fear. And I didn't assume those out of part of it. I just didn't want to fucking do it. So I remember like, it it was a funny one. And it was, it was for me, it was a little, um, it was, it's so stupid when you think about it. But when I look back to that moment, it was very empowering where he always took care of the cars. He bought the cars. If we needed a new car, he bought the car. If the car needed worked on on it, he went and got it done. If it needed to get cleaned, he got it cleaned. He did everything. I didn't worry about the cars. That was like his responsibility. And I remember being at my mom and my dad's house really late one night and we were driving home and it was like 11 o'clock at night when we were leaving to go back downtown. And my tire, the sensor on my car <coughs> said that the air was low. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking kidding. Do you have a panic attack? Straight up panic attack. (laughs) I've got these two kids in the car. Yep. I have never filled up a tire in my life. And mind you, the thing that there was, there was the catalyst of kind of us getting together where I knew I wanted to be with this man was I had a car and what the fuck is this? Your cat is so bad. This motherfucker is climbing the wall. Literally. Yeah. Well, 
Play his song. Play his song. <laughs> Play his song, please. Baby, cause I'm a thug. Oh, shit. Baby, cause I'm a thug. That's his cat. That's his cat. And for the record, his sister belongs to Najina. Yeah. And I hate her. <laughs> We we're gonna talk about them cats. We're in gonna a talk about these badass we get off cats of this. in a minute. Yeah. But um one of the things when I first met him that made me fall in love with him was I had a car and I had a we worked together at a restaurant and my car got a flat tire. And I literally threw myself on the ground and started crying because I didn't know how to change a tire. I didn't know how to fill a tire. Oh my I god, Nagina and I really this. are twins. Like yeah. literally. And I remember my dad I remember my dad telling me once when I when I got a car, he's like, I'm gonna show you how to fill up a, a car. And my Southern ass was like, oh, I don't need to do that because one day my husband will do all of that. Like, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Southern woman. Why would I need to fill up a fucking tire? But so 11 o'clock at night, the sensor comes on. Sensor comes on. We are in deep, dirty North Highlands. Mm. Oh. And I need to fill this damn tire <laughs> up. And the kids are like, my son's like, oh, my God, Mom, we can't pull over. And Izzy's getting really emotional. And I'm like, I got this guy. Mama can do it. Mama can do it. I'll figure it out. If I have to sit in this car for 15 minutes and Google hey, how to hey. fill up. Google a, and YouTube will right? teach you a lot. They'll teach you a lot. And I did. And it was, I went and I filled up the air in the tire and I got it. We had to go to like two different spots because it was late at night and not a lot of places were open. And I filled up that air in the tire and I redid the computer sensor and it came on and it was like, you good girl. Did and you know that, that you could blow so up a tire? Like blow it up, like explode. Yes, yes. I did not, and, and I—that's what I was afraid of. I had because no I have idea. these, I have these goddamn run flat tires on this BMW. <laughs> so I was scared that I was gonna mm. blow this shit up. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <Excuse> oh. <laughs> I'm like, do I even own a car? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was scared. I was scared of overinflating it, and we were gonna get on I-80, and it was gonna be a mess. Mm -hmm. And. But I did it, and I have to say, it was on the ride home, the kids fell asleep, and I got really teary-eyed, and I started to cry a little bit because I was like, girl, you're going to be all right. Yeah. You're going to be all right. You're going to learn how to do things on your own. You're going to learn all this shit that you were scared to do. You're going to learn how to do it on your own, and you're right. going to learn to be independent because real talk, I think that any any relationship regardless of whether it's marriage or if it's just a long-term relationship there there's a level of codependency that starts yes and everyone like assumes roles, roles if you will and so you stop doing shit because you think that well that's, that's what their they do. rule and i don't need to do that <laughs> and and real talk i think that when you like you said like when you have something like a divorce where it all falls apart yeah you got to relearn who you are yes you know because well, now you, you have all the roles. You have all the roles. But you get to reinvent you, yourself, too. Oh, I love that part. You get to reinvent that's yourself. Been, that's you been get my favorite to, part. I remember, I remember saying to myself, you know what? Self? Self? Hello. I get to do every single thing I want to do how I want to do. Mm -hmm. yep. And ain't nobody going to say shit about it. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was like one of the like light bulbs yeah. for me. Because, you know, in in, in a divorce and, and you that relationship breaks, you know, you end up going through this huge roller coaster of emotions. And I used to tell people that, you know, when it's fresh and it just happens, people 
you really find out a lot about your friends. Mm-hmm. That that's like one of the first things that pops up. Somebody up TLC. <laughs> what about your friends? That's why we ain't allowed to podcast. We done queued out the whole entirety of the nineties already. And and you really find out about your friends. You know, you find out who's there for you. And who's and the, who's there to bring and take? Yes, right, right. yes. And and I found that out real quick, mm-hmm. you know. And and I can remember people would ask you about, you know, hey, what's going on? How you know? Because all of a sudden you got quiet, or you know, someone heard something, and, and they they want to talk to you. Shit. They, yeah. they, and they, now you the topic of conversation, right? Yeah. They they, yeah. they bring it up, and 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 I, and I told people, I said, you know. He said, in this roller coaster of emotions, uh, what I had experienced was when it's fresh, you can't really talk about it very much. You you just can't. You try not to, but. And, well, the problem is it becomes really emotional. It becomes yes. an emotional thing. It's, yes. it's, you can start to talk about it, mm-hmm. but. It, it fucking hurts yeah. to talk about it. It sure does. And then as a little bit of time starts to pass, you start to see this pattern of, well, I can talk about it a little longer before it kind of gets to me. Bef- yeah, before the before triggers before start the, to go off. Right. Yeah. And and then as more time passes, that that peak is, is less and less. Mm-hmm. You know, now I can talk about it even more. And now... And not triggered. Well, now I'm just cussing the bitch out in the back of my head right <laughs> the stages of grief are very real they're but, real but that's that's true it's it's very true that would be the anger stage y'all yeah and so one of the one of the pieces of <laughs> advice that i, I mean because i was like the first person out of all my friends that went through divorce mm-hmm. and look at and, you and overachiever and, then, <laughs> and and then um what ended up happening was people were calling me mm-hmm. hey man um what you know what what do, tell me you know tell yeah. me what you experienced all stuff and then i'd be like hey, it wasn't what that bitch did it wasn't no, that no i'm like hey man get that bitch off your credit cards <laughs> uh get your money pull it to the side make sure she ain't Damn. in your account i'm like hey these are like the necessities yeah. because she may go run that shit up yep. put it on you mm-hmm. that's what they do yep right and so wow. i'm like the very first thing is separate yourself uh financially, financially. boom right that's mm-hmm. the very first thing and then i'm like okay the next thing is you need to hurry up and get to the fuck you bitch stage and the fuck you bitch stage. Okay. No, nah, you think okay. I'm joking. No, I'm no, telling I'm you something. This is knowledge. Reach, brother. This Reach. is motherfucking knowledge. You get to the fuck you bitch stage. Because the fuck you bitch stage. Now, this is for us average folks. You know, uh, the fuck you bitch stage is basically the stage of I'm no longer caring how you feel mm. about this situation. Yeah. The I'm celebrity no, version I'm, of this is to, sh- to pull up with somebody who's 20 years younger. That's yeah. the celebrity version there of the go. fuck you bitch face. There you go. General folk, it's like you no longer have an effect on me. Correct. Yes. Correct. And and that that's the point. To hurry up, hurry up and get to that point because once you reach that point, your mind starts thinking differently. It's no longer yeah. about taking care of that person still or making sure they're okay. Yeah. When all this is happening, now it's more like nah, I'm good. You you just do that over there. I'm going to do this here. And- but do you think that that comes from a place of one acceptance of the situation? You have to. Where you're not, well, where it's, 
maybe not necessarily there has been forgiveness or healing yet or healing yet but there's acceptance of the reality of the situation mm-hmm. and it ain't gonna change what i tell you what i say bat the dog on the head get the fuck out of my water dish and it's the dog's water dish this cat is an asshole <laughs> <laughs> and i own his sister and she's Cue an asshole up. too Booted her out of her own water dish. <laughs> and then yeah. climbs his whole ass body in it. Like mine, bitch. You need to videotape these <laughs> yeah. these pod- fucking cats podcasts savage. so that people can see the fuckery that is happening in the background right Just now. Just follow fucking Luda around. Yeah. Just rude. Oh, he's so, so obnoxious. So the acceptance. The acceptance uh, that this is it. Mm-hmm. There is no, um, there's not going to be a reconciliation. There's not going to be, you're going to come back to me. There's not going to be a, a fairy tale happy ending. Like it's, 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 it's done. Yes. And when you get to that point, I agree with you where you're just like, you know what? You do you. I'm going to do me. Do y'all go backseas for some booty? Tell me the truth. Keep it no. real. No. no. There's no backseas on Never. no booty. Never. No. Really? But I, I tell you, other people I know, they like, oh, yeah, I went and hooked up and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get really? it. Really? Yeah. I don't Who? get it. Who? No, I'm saying people. Oh. I'm not saying no names now. But I'm just saying, you know. That I mean, because I've, I've heard, I've heard of it. At this yeah. point, y'all been together longer than you haven't, right? Right. And they know you. Like, you know, like they picked up that violin they've been mm-hmm. playing since they were single digits. But who said the booty was good? <gasps> I'm just saying. Latin. Oh my gosh. I, no, I'm I'm just speaking for general folk around here. You oh, know? Oh, okay. I'm just I'm just saying. Okay. Right? I'm just, uh, okay. Right? I mean, mm. come on now. Oh and shit. All y'all others who's up in here and been through divorce, you know what the fuck I'm saying. Somebody you know? get another bottle of wine. We some, have more. Because some of y'all is pro- probably like, yeah, yeah. And and then I'm sure some of it is the opposite. The booty was probably fire. You know, and then see, I think it's that's like, the best yeah. sign of really getting. And, and of course, I'm not talking about the dissolution of a marriage because right. I have like it's funny listening to y'all talk. I'm like, wow, marriage is really about selflessness. Fuck that. Yes. Fuck that. Well, here, okay. Can I can I speak on that? Can <laughs> yes, let me, let me please speak on do that. so. I'm gonna speak on it too. This is I, and this is my hope in this new paradigm, and this is something that I'm teaching my children. Now I'm listening. That old school ideology of marriage Gone. is bullshit. Is yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Long time this, ago. This you have to be selfish. You have to serve your partner. There's no individuality. There's no. no I've been saying this no. forever, y'all. And nobody wants to hear it. People Fuck think that. I'm shitting all over marriage. No. Marriage typically is, and th- I was gonna ask this when you two were talking mm-hmm. about um being the person who wants to put your arms around the family and repair the damage for the family. That's right? not your responsibility. But here's the thing. There's a, the role thing. It isn't necessarily just a gender one because you two seem very similar in your approach to the uh, dissolution of your situations, right? In that, like, what could I have done to fix it? I was the person who kind of held it together. I don't understand that. Like the idea that somebody did me wrong and their need supersedes the hurt that they have now inflicted upon me. And and because there's this bigger picture, which of course, when you have children, it's it's certainly that much more difficult, that much more of a murky water. 
I still feel as an outsider looking into this marriage thing, fuck that. And I've felt that way about marriage from the beginning because inevitably there is always one person who gives more. There's always one person who sacrifices more, whose self-identity, your, your own self is diminished to an extent because somebody has to be the bigger person. And if somebody isn't, then you guys spend the rest of your days when things are healthy with this struggle for, for the balance. So somebody's got to give, right? And so inevitably one person usually does and it sets a precedent and you become the person who continues to be the person who gives. And I think that that is bullshit. It's such bullshit. And I see people who I've loved go through divorce or consider divorce. And it's usually two things. Sex. Sex has gone the fuck away mm -hmm. or there's a fucking battle about money. There's a battle of power. Which is what money which is. Which is money is. Uh, yeah. I will, I will say that, that, yeah, you have that battle that goes back and forth. So... At some point in time, maybe it's you. Some point in time, maybe it's them. Um, but that's the that's the fucked up thing, and that's what I'm trying to teach my children is that marriage isn't about power. No, it shouldn't. It, be. It's not about like who's going to be the patriarch or who's going to be the matriarch. Correct. It's not about it. Like you have to come in like healed. And well, yes. let, me, let me correct that. And it's hard to come in healed. It's hard to come in healed. But I need to say that say this that if you are a person that's going to wait around until you're 100% healed before you'll be entering alone forever. a relationship. You're going to be like, like, I don't even think the fucking Dalai Lama is that healed. But and you know frankly speaking, people who are not completely healed are also fully deserving of love and a healthy relationship. Exactly. So exactly. And when you, and that's the thing, when you enter into a very healthy relationship and you're not 100% healed, it is the healing. person that you're, yeah, the person what you're, that you're with, that person is not there to heal you. That person is there to support you healing yourself. Yes. Say that shit. I'll say it again. Say it one more again. I'm going to say it in my soft voice. Do it, do it. Do it in your sexy WBLS voice. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm so into you. you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> These two are not allowed to podcast um, together. When you enter into a union with somebody else, it's very important that you understand that your significant other, that divine feminine or that divine masculine is not there to heal you. They're there to support you healing yourself. Mm. I say. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. Mm -hmm. That's real talk. That's, that's, real talk. that's the grown up talk people have a hard time with. Yeah. Because people think that you, oh, I'm going to enter in this relationship and this person's going to fix, fix all the shit that fix was me. wrong with me. Love me enough. Love me enough to fix the shit that's wrong with me. No, it, that's not anybody's responsibility. That's your own responsibility. I know that I am so profoundly fucked up mm -hmm. that I could never expect somebody ever to love me enough. I know that. Yeah. Because I come with so many of my own issues, but I am fully cognizant of my issues. Mm -hmm. And I try to give a fair warning yeah. of my, uh, you know, yeah. like this is my bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you that sometimes my bullshit's going to flare up. And yeah. that bullshit has nothing to do with you. It's my bullshit. Yeah. And I'm trying to fucking clean it all up. I'm yeah. trying to scoop it all in the dustpan and put it in the bin. Yeah. But sometimes I need a bigger dustpan. Well, I think th here's the thing that's beautiful about that is that comes from a place of vulnerability. I don't like that word. I love that word. <laughs> I've had to step into that word a lot lately. That is a hard space it's, for it's me. A hard, it's a hard space for everybody. I yeah. think that's a hard space for everybody to, to say like, it, like, and I'm going to say like, I 
go to therapy. I like right Same. after this happened, Me too. I got a therapist and she's fucking amazing. You have to listen to our podcasts yeah. about, we therapy, talk about yeah. therapy yeah. and mental health yes. and everything. Yeah. This it's woman, necessary. she pushes me to my limit every session we have. She is so different from any other therapist that I've ever had. I've, I've gone to therapy before and I've had therapists that are like, well, let's just talk about like, what, what's a matter? And you just spend the entire session just talking and they're not, there's no resolution. There's no resolution and they're not addressing the issues and they're not asking you the really uncomfortable, shitty, icky feel questions. You and need that, those questions. You asked. need those questions. And she does that. And she does that from jump. We get on the phone. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? And five minutes into it, she's asking me a question that is making me feel like crap. Rip and the scabs I, off. She, scab band-aid like she you cuts me she cuts me to, to the white meat if you don't she cuts me to the white if meat. you don't get in there then you don't heal then you don't fix it you don't fix it and that's the thing she's like listen our thank goal you, kind sir thank you elton you're amazing thank you i appreciate and that and there's more of that there's so much more wine amen hallelujah that. hallelujah i say um she literally said to me the first session she's like we're not doing this for a year we're not doing this for two years right she's like me and you we're gonna be done with this in 10 weeks and I'm like, oh, are Efficient. we Yes, bitch. It's like aerobic therapy. So we're not playing around. We're not bullshitting. It's not her just trying to make money right. by having me be a client with her for, right. she is literally triggering me every single time to make forward momentum with my mental growth. And it's safe. And it's safe. And I got to tell you, I've had more growth in the two months that I've been doing therapy with her than in my entire life. Wow. To the point, and I'm not kidding when I say this, she's got me to a point that I could never be in another romantic relationship because she's got me so in love with myself that I don't need to be with anybody else. I am whole, complete, like literally I was on my farm the other day Listen, I'm, did, I'm, did you just hear my girl say I was on my farm the other day? Because let me tell you, we are about to step into the second part of this story. This is where the metamorphosis happens, okay? This is that butterfly This effect. is it. I was on the farm the other day, and I'm like scooping this compost, soil, organic manure, and I'm making my, this is sexy my beds. And I got my little, and I've, you know, everybody makes fun of me because I've been doing keto and I've lost 30 pounds. Listen, and I'm when proud. she was saying how much she's grown, I was going to jokingly say, really, that's the opposite of the truth. You've shrunk. I've shrunk. And she I wouldn't even on... eat my Puerto Rican food that I cooked for her, y'all. I eat the wings. That's not Puerto Rican food. It's kind of Puerto Rican. No, all, all I'm going to say is. pepper on it. Hang on. Hang on. Najina. <laughs> Najina, how are the wings? Because hey. because we we talk about our chicken wings that that's one one version we we got a few different versions of wings. Najina, when we don't, don't post, play. I'm gonna eat the shit out of those. When we post when podcasts, podcasts, when we don't post enough, people literally send us chicken wing gifs. Like if y'all make chicken wings, may, if we give you chicken wings, maybe you'll post another podcast. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so you were on your farm the other day. So I'm on the farm and I've got my yoga pants on that I never would have been able to fit in. Mm. I've got a sweatshirt on that I haven't been able to fit in in years. And you need a sweatshirt because Sacramento is unusually it's freezing. cold. Yeah. And I'm working and literally I'm like scooping up dirt. I'm building garden beds. I'm getting all this stuff prepped for all this kale that we're going to grow. And I literally had a moment. I was like, girl, you sexy bitch right now. 
okay. You was Mother like, Earth. I was you like, was the divinity. I you was. was I was like, like mm. Gaia. Like feel like feeling myself hard. And, and literally was like, who have I'm gonna not go home been there tonight. Yeah. Don't understand that they you're gonna go home that. and love yourself, wasn't you? I couldn't because the kids was home. <laughs> But when they went to their daddy's house, I was good. People don't understand when you when you get to a point where you understand yourself. Yes. When you get to a point where you respect yourself, mm-hmm. and when you get to a point where you set standards, not for anyone else, but for, for you, you. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. And that, that is the shit that scares people. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Press the button. No, I saw, it's I saw okay. You getting ready. I, I was like. <laughs> Yo, people don't get Gold Fire King. People don't get the power that there is in being self-sufficient and and having love and having for self. quiet confidence for self. Because when you have all that and mm-hmm. then you meet somebody. It's not about what do they bring to the table. Y'all sitting at the other side of the table, at the heads, heads of, the table, of the table, looking at each other with nothing but respect, yep. talking about how do we grow? How do we build? Yes. How do we manifest? I think the how thing, do we skyscraper as man. a team? I think the thing is that it's something that really should be taught to, oh, to, to children. Do you think, though, the, you can teach that? Yes. I think you, you can. Think so? Because okay. the, the yes. paradigm right now is... Somebody has to be in power and the other... Somebody has to be subservient to the other yes, in a relationship. Yes, that's true. Uh, there's and an that's alpha bullshit. And then right. that's true. And there's, yeah, that's true. Uh, alpha but, that, but that is the infrastructure of marriage as it has been all the time. I mean, if we're going to keep it real, let's keep it real. Once it's upon a time... patriarchal bullshit. Once upon a fucking time, women were offered up the same way. It was like, here's my daughter and three goats because marriage was for the betterment mm-hmm. of the family. Like it was I got a business this, deal. Yeah, I've got this pretty deal. daughter. Mm-hmm. She's going to take your name. You guys are going to have a bunch of sons, right? But you're going to get three goats and y'all are going to be able to do this. And here's what I'm going to get in the form of what the dowry is. Mm-hmm. People don't understand, like marriage was never set up for equality. Marriage was always set up for the betterment of whoever was in the negotiation marriage, space. Marriage until literally maybe less than 100 years ago was a business deal. 100%. Less than 100 years. And that the people need to realize that. Listen to less that number. Less than a 100 fucking years ago was a business deal. Some of y'all's exactly Grammys and great Grammys were together. Were essentially a bartering tool. A bartering tool. People didn't marry for love. No. That is a new concept. Correct. But the problem with marrying for love right now is that it still has the paradigms. It has the foundation of back in the day when it was a business deal. Mm -hmm. So somebody had to be the alpha. Somebody else had to be the omega. These were the the roles. It's steeped in equality. Here are the roles. Sign up for it if you don't fucking like it. And that's the other thing too. Nobody got a divorce back then. Because again, it was a business. Didn't matter deal. if she was getting her ass whooped. Didn't matter if he was nope. a philandering prick. We stood together forever and yeah. ever. The children saw that yeah. and come to think that that's normal. And that's normal. So then they now look and they perpetuate that same ancestral trauma. And there's the cycle. And, and there's the cycle. Yep. So I think now when we realize that, you know, you can marry for love or not marry at all. And, Ding! and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. Listen, but Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. With marrying. Peace ups to y'all. There's nothing wrong with marrying. There is If you both go into it on an equal playing yeah. field. And I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about finance. I'm not talking. I'm talking about an emotionally equal yeah. playing field yep. where both people go into it 
as a partnership as, as opposed to you're going to be the provider, I'm going to be the homemaker, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like the way that we're currently kind of destroying traditional gender norms mm -hmm. is contributing to us having a better balance right. for why we get into relationships. Yeah. I have never wanted to get married for the sake of somebody taking care of me. I've also never wanted to get married because I understand that most of the time it's a marrying of two families. Mm -hmm. And frankly speaking, my family is so fucking fucked up and dysfunctional <laughs> that like I sit at other people's weddings mm -hmm. and I think to myself I would never mm -hmm. put my parents in this situation mm -hmm. or a lot of my it would it would be a debacle mm -hmm. I'm I would be a fucking wreck yeah I would not enjoy Wor this moment. worrying yeah. about if so-and-so is going to pop off yes. or Get some along. bullshit yes. is going to happen. Yes. Yeah. And so for me it, from very young, I never, I didn't want it mm -hmm. because I knew that what was a traditional looking marriage mm -hmm. couldn't work for me. And then <laughs> the cat. And then I start to see that when you have no desire to be married, remembering that I'm a seventies baby, mm -hmm. then other women have a tendency to look at you as though you are a problem. Right. They don't want you around. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't want your fucking man. I don't want my own. Why the fuck do I want your and, husband? And that all comes from jealousy though. That comes from jealousy. Oh, look at her. She loves herself enough that she doesn't want to participate in codependency. She doesn't want to participate in the traditional patriarchal, patriarchal idea of what marriage is that disrupts the norm it's a threat it's, it's intimidating threat. rather than say wow that bitch got her shit together or she don't but she's still cool but she's still cool right. that, that's where <laughs> right? i was just getting you know ready to say I mean? yeah. yeah like i'm still like i know like my shit is not together it has not been together in some time in fact you know the, the joke but is I say, I say together in the sense that you don't think it's necessary it isn't it isn't i am a complete person completely separate and, and, and right. of my own entity and so what is exciting to me is to sit at one head of the table right. and sit with someone at the other head. How amazing would it be to be in a relationship, which I'm sure you two know about, uh, know about that, where you're two individuals completely, you're two independent beings. You do your shit, you do your shit. Yes. And then when it's time to be together, you're together. And when you want to do your own shit, you do your own shit and there's not jealousy, there's not competition, Correct. there's not like, well, why aren't you providing this or that? Like how You're together because you genuinely wish yeah. to be together. I oh my god, I used to say this all the time. When you are in a relationship, you need to be in a relationship because you want to be with that motherfucking person. Not because you need to. And because, not because you guys are have obligated yourselves in some way. Obligations. Because guess what? I compare like you need to eat every day to stay alive. Okay? And in that need to eat to stay alive, you might eat some bullshit. And all you got to do is watch naked and afraid or survivor or any of those shows where they're eating like fucking bugs worms and lizards and, and worms yeah. got a squirrel on a stick yes like rats ass oh i don't eat any ass now <laughs> liar <laughs> sorry y'all we digress 
We had so much empowerment. Exactly. And then it went to shame. <laughs> Literally. went to rat's ass. <laughs> and then you have when you want something. So imagine when you're hungry, but you want, we'll just say, for example, you want mac and cheese. Mm. And you want a certain mac and cheese. Yeah, I don't want it pasty. So Exactly. Mm. So when you want something, you will do, you will go through hell and high water to get that want. Mm -hmm. When you get it, you appreciate it. Yes. You crave it constantly. You don't want nothing else. There's not a substitute for that. It is just Nothing that. else is going to hit that spot. Nothing else is going to hit that spot. That's what a want does. Yes. A need is anything will do. I guess I'm going to eat up this Kraft mac and cheese. I'll just, I'll eat some bullshit because I just need to, I need it to survive. Yes. And I think that's the thing that I, I've, I think in relationships is that be with somebody not because you need them. Because a need can be fulfilled by anybody. That's right. Be with somebody that you want. Because that person that you want, that's the only motherfucker that can fill that role. That's right. That's the only person that can fucking hit it right. That's the only person that can like, like satiate your soul, your mind, your body, your everything. Spirituality. Your spirituality. Yes. yes. And I, if, if any person ever said to me like, do you want me or you need me? You want to hear from me that I want you. Correct. Because if I tell you that I need you, guess what? You're replaceable. Hey. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and with that knowledge mm. comes transformation. Oh, yes. Yes. And this is something I want you both the cocoon. to talk about. Yeah. Because I, I have personally witnessed a major transformation with AK, like a major one. And it's been nice to see him sort of navigate through some changes and start to say, I get to be number one for me. Mm -hmm. I get to do these things because that's what the fuck I want to do, mm -hmm. right? And when you get to witness somebody go through that, there's um there's a great deal of pride that you have as a as a person witnessing it because mm -hmm. you you think to yourself oh finally you get it yeah you finally understand that you deserved this mm -hmm. that you deserve to be prioritized be it by yourself or by somebody that cares about you you deserve to to put your wants and and dreams up at the front as opposed to the concept of I was a we, mm -hmm. now I'm a not. And I'm not saying that being an I is the way to be. That's not what I mean by mm -hmm. this. What I'm saying is when you recognize your power and you own that power mm -hmm. and you go forward and you live a life of plentiness and gratitude and your own rules are set, there's a tremendous amount of freedom in that. Yeah. So getting to witness it is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. I th I think it's uh, it's uh, the word for me is more recognizing my own worth. Yeah. Once 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 I recognized my worth, then it it kind of struck home with me mm -hmm. because my worth was nothing. Mm -hmm. Well, it was also it, it always was, tied it, into somebody it was, else. It was it was as the provider. That was that was that was my worth. I'm the provider. Now, it's not what someone made. It's what I made of that. Mm -hmm. I made I made myself the provider because I felt that that was my duty. Mm -hmm. That was your purpose. Yes, that was my purpose. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that's a, ge a gender norm? 
Yeah, I, I, I well, think it. I, I, I think it. It's, it's a. Remember, it is we, a male. We three are of a certain thing. age. Yeah, and I think. I think that, it is a gender thing. That that's mm-hmm. a gender thing. That but the now, men feel like they're the providers. Being being southern, my father, my ex. Yeah, I think that is a. The, that's that male identity is to be the provider, and then when you can't be the provider, or there is a that's, pause in that, that's that's it an shatters issue. a lot of men. It yeah. shatters yeah, a that, lot of men. That yeah. creates an issue. Yeah. It does, yeah. you know, and it's and it's it's not a bad thing. No, you know, because uh, equality is something that everyone has strived for mm-hmm. for years, right? Mm-hmm. And and that should be in in every form, not just in the relationship as in who is the authoritarian or you know who washes the damn dishes right right it, it's it's i mean it unless one of y'all a, got polio it should it be a should be a deal. shared <laughs> role it should be a shared role Agreed. right i mean i can excuse it if you got polio <laughs> You chose y'all, her. Y'all, you, chose you her. see what happens? Yeah, you chose she her. She just fucking goes off the rails. Exactly. You know? That's your lady, though. You chose that's, her. That's, I'm just like, You can only damn. be mad at yourself. You have to understand something. If you can't add some humor to, to really... Um, right. Um, he- like, we were going to talk about a whole last different thing when this whole thing started. And it ended up becoming a conversation about being empowered. Yeah. Which I think was much more necessary. Mm-hmm. And and when But you, you had to backtrack to 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 give the the yes. core of the story yes. of how you get there. Yeah. For some people it's it's um I don't want to say tragedy, but it's it's a it's a tragic it's a, break. It's, a break. it's a break. It's a break in your life. And then during that break you you get that empowerment mm-hmm. because you have to in a sense, reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. And and basically, you're given a clean slate. Yes. And it's like, motherfucker, you go and you make whatever the fuck you want to do with it. And some people, and yes. some people take the fuck off with it. And others, mm. s- others will sit there and feel that they need to be with someone in order for them to keep on going. Mm-hmm. They're so, so dependent on someone else. Yeah. Before we move into transformation and metamorphosis, both of you thought that we wish that we could teach this. How do you all think we can teach this? Because I think, you know, I've raised three daughters. Um, you know, speaking of free will, two of my three have a very like, I'm good solo dolo. What mm-hmm. comes what comes will be considered an additional gift, but I need not. And then I got one. You have to understand they were all raised in the same household by mm-hmm. me, single mom. Okay. There's no stepdaddies or anything like that. You know, I grew up and there was a, a fucking revolving door of men as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no constant. I, I jokingly say this, but I'm not really being funny. Like, I thought Chef Bardi was my motherfucking daddy because I was the only <laughs> man I saw straight up every damn time. I, I seen I, him every day. I thought you were going to say raised by wolves. Because well, that's, that's, I say that all the yeah, time. All but the time. but true story. is kind of fine. Hey, the only consistent man in my and world as a kid cook. was the chef, mm-hmm. okay? And so... I raised these three girls the same. The same hand raised my three daughters. But they still had different experiences when they went out in the world. Man, say that again for the motherfucking child who <laughs> you know is a complete saying? goddamn debacle, okay? You know? I love this child, but there is no amount of love that can fill this thing that she has in her that is lacking love. But you can't do it. No, I I learned. She I just she, learned. She gotta. And and at some point in time, there something happened. Whether you know what that 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 pinpoint I is think, or not, yeah, you know. correct. Yeah. That caused that um 
that trip in the circuit. Yes. And believe me, I have experienced that where, you know, there's, there's three daughters in our home and we were all raised the same way. And the way that the three of us react to the world is completely different because we all had different experiences, even though we were raised under, you know, the house of DK and Pat. Correct. I can only look at the shit that I went through and at times, and again, the, the experiences that I'm talking about are personal experiences that happened outside of my parents raising me. These are experiences that I had as a young child that, you know, they had no control over. These are experiences that I had in college. Right. These are experiences outside of that, that, um, turned me into the person that I was throughout my life and the person that I am today. And I still like, when I talk about, you know, the therapist that I have right now, it wasn't until like recently. And I mean, like three days ago where it kicked in this self love to have about myself because I dealt with abandonment issues. I dealt with the fact that the majority of my lovers, my boyfriends had always cheated on me. I dealt with sexual abuse. Ding. Like all of that shit. And so you, for me as a young adult, I had this really fucked up like concubine kind of attitude where like every man that I'm with the reason why I'm with them is just to please their desires. And I'm going to suppress everything that I am just to give them what they need. And it just really raises this sick, fucked up, like you don't know who the fuck you are. And it wasn't until going through a divorce that I had to learn like, who's Najina? What does this bitch like? What does she want to do? It, it's almost like a, a big giant reset button. It is a literally, mm-hmm. it's literally turn the power off and turn it back on again. Yeah. Turn the phone off and turn it back on and see if yeah. we can reset this bitch. Oh, this shit working good now? Oh, it's the working oh, hell again. I hear you so clear. Oh, it was. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought the- I had Boost Mobile PCS, <laughs> but now I got iPhone 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Metro PCS is a bitch. Yeah. They yes. must have put more towers up around yeah, where I live. Yeah. I'm like, I'm talking telepathically to motherfuckers now. You, you know, I, I had a, I have a buddy who, uh, he, he all, he went through a divorce and stuff. It was ugly as fuck. And, um, he, I love this dude for real. I, I just love this dude. And, and he was telling me, um, that I guess, you know, his ex-wife was talking shit to him, mm-hmm. and, you know, oh, you know, the sex and da, 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 right? So after they had split up or whatever, he got him a girlfriend and he was like, man, (laughs) (laughs) he was like, I'm killing this shit. He said, obviously it wasn't me. He said, obviously it wasn't me. You know? But my point was, it was like, once again, you know, divorce, this major event in life. And like you said, it flips the power off. It flips the power back on. Where are you at? Do you remember that movie? Maybe you guys have seen it where um, 
she realizes she has like a situation ongoing situation and one day she realizes she has no idea how she likes her eggs because she's always liked whatever the person liked. Yeah. So she would go out with whoever, whomever the man was, and mm-hmm. he'd go, I'll have him poach. And she'd go, I'll have what he's having. And the next relationship, he'd have his scrambled with dill. So that's how she had it. And so when it, when it all exploded for the 10th time, she sat down with every fucking imaginable kind of egg because she needed to know yeah. what do I like? What, what kind of I fucking like? eggs do I like? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And we, and we do that. We yeah, do we that do. as humans. We do that as parents. Yeah. You were talking about this the other day. Cooking two fucking meals every day. Yeah. Oh, do shit. That I'm a short order ki- cook in my house. You do yeah. that as a lover. You do that as a, a job wife, at as Denny's a husband. Kill it. Damn. <laughs> kill it. It's crazy mm-hmm. how you ultimately end. I remember when the girls were really young, I would literally just eat whatever was left on their plates. Oh, God. I was too fucking exhausted to cook too another tired. meal. I'd eat a fucking chicken nugget and, and you know, a cup of barbecue sauce. <laughs> eating, <laughs> drink the ranch. Eating oatmeal <laughs> out of a baby's damn cracks. Damn. Let me get, let me get this oatmeal out your thigh roll. <laughs> And just eat this shit. Wow. Because I spent good money on oatmeal. Well, because How you're sick are we? Exhausted and you're overwhelmed. Tired. And and there's other shit that's more mm-hmm. important that needs to be done. Yeah. And I and again I say, fuck that. Mm-hmm. We ha- we have to be better about carving out our own space and respecting our own needs and our own wants. And our own individuality. Yes, because you come into it to individuals and all of a sudden somehow you become intertwined and you just become this one this singular entity. like symbiotic. <laughs> I, yeah. I would sooner chop off one of my toes than ever be a person who has one of those coupled names. Yeah, Brangelina. Uh, or the, yeah. In, in, our, in poor people speak. Yeah. What was the other one? Joint Facebook accounts. Ooh. See, yeah. fam- famous people have the celebrity names, Po folks have joint Facebook, Facebook accounts. accounts. Yeah. yeah. The fuck out of here with that no, shit. No, no, thank you. So, not too long ago, this lovely lady right here posted a very heartfelt post on her socials. Oh, goodness. Where she stepped down from South. And she put the responsibility and the power in someone else's hands, which I got to tell you, knowing you like I know you. I know that that was a tremendously humbling experience. Type A Virgo. All day. When, I'm <laughs> not going to lie. The day, it was um, it was a real quick decision. It literally happened overnight. And I'm guessing it, after therapy? No. Oh, okay. It, was, it just literally woke up, uh, went to work on Friday, went home. I was home by myself because my kids were with their father. And some, I, I, I don't know if it was spirit. I don't know what, but something hit me hard. You had some clarity. I had some clarity. Yeah. And, and, I, and I will say this, the, the, the benefit of kind of this situation and being able to have a lot of alone time. I was going to say you yeah. had quiet. I had quiet. So when I have quiet for half the week, and it's why I love the farm. I don't wear headphones. I don't listen to music. I just be quiet and I, lis- I let myself talk to myself. Mm-hmm. I had an epiphany that um, I was the worst thing for my business. Mm. I was holding my business back. My control issues, my not letting people um, take the reins, my lack of trust, my anxiety, all of it was fucking up the business. And if I would just let go and the people that I hired 
for the purpose of doing what I wanted them to do. Give them that responsibility. Give them finally. the responsibility. Yeah. Let them rise to that occasion. Yeah. I, what could they do? And so I, I woke up Saturday morning and I made a pot of coffee and I said, okay, I'm going to go down there. And I went in sweats and I looked like shit. And I said to my GM, I said, um, we need to talk. And we went in our, uh, was he scared? Was he like, he thought he thought he was getting fucking fired. I love him though. So I know I can just see his face. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember which one he is. He's got hella tats, beard, brown hair, really good looking guy. And every time you see him, it's crazy because there's times you go to South and that shit is buck wow. Mm hmm. Becky Buckwild. And you can see it on Najina. Najina and I are similar. We don't yeah. have a poker oh, face. I know. I know. I'd be talking I, I, shit out loud. <laughs> I've, I've come in a few times and I'm like, I ain't trying to yeah. even step in her way. Like, or, he has a smile like, on. This person wants fucking ketchup on their ki- their chicken. <laughs> and Chris is like, get him two bottles. Yes. It with a smile. Like he he's um unusually unflappable. He's so, he he's cool as a cucumber. Uh, what is that like? I don't know. And I don't know how that young you're able to do that. I'm always so, I said this to you recently. He might not be human. I'm always so envious of unflappable people. Yeah. Because I am an emotional creature. Yeah. If I feel it, you know it. Mm -hmm. If it is rage, you gonna know it. He's only flew off the handle on customers twice. Wow. Twice he had to dig in somebody's ass. (laughs) And then both times were warranted. But that day I went in and he thought he was, uh, I'm sure he thought he was probably getting termed or some bullshit was going down. And we sat in the back and I just started fucking bawling. I just started crying. And I was like, I am the worst thing for our company right now. And he was like, why would you say that? And I said, because of my control issues, I hold us back from being able to do really great things. And I hired you for the purpose of me being able to step back and you see things from a bigger, wider perspective than I can see right now. A less emotionally attached one. A less emotionally attached one. Mm -hmm. And he was like, so funny, because the night before I was talking to my roommate and we had the same conversation, and I was wondering when you were going to trust me, and I was like, well. Bing, it's right now. It's now. And I said. Speak it into existence. And I said, the keys are yours, the castle's yours, and I'm stepping back. And I need to, right, right now what I need to do is I need to follow my passion. And I need to follow something that's going to spiritually fulfill nurture me and nurture me and something that is going to heal me. Mm. And this farm is healing me. And there has been there have been many people that have been shit talking totally fucking um and i'm gonna say it because it it angers me a little bit and so i'm gonna say it and then i'm gonna let it go and we're gonna be done with it there are people that um have doubted my ability to do it there have been people that think that i need some male counterpart there are people that have thought that me walking away and and i'm not walking away from south i'm stepping back that doing that is um, selfish and abandonment and you don't want to deal with the hard shit, so you're just going to go play farmer. Wow. They clearly haven't they, eaten there on they, a motherfucking Friday night. <laughs> they don't know shit about hard shit. Obviously, yeah. yeah. And so 
that's been hard to hear that. But it's easy to say that when you're it's, not in it. When you're not in it. When you when you're not experiencing it every single day. Single fucking day. And and not I, sleeping and and working your ass off. Yeah. They they don't get that. I sleep. I literally started going to bed at six thirty seven o'clock at night just so I can get eight hours of sleep. Jesus. Because at two three in the morning you're up i'm up yeah and once i'm up <clears throat> i'm thinking about the business i'm thinking about this i'm thinking about that and i'm up until the sun comes up right and it's exhausting because i can't get my goddamn brain to turn off because i'm constantly th thinking about how can i fix this how can this be better what move do we need to make and 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 nobody has that responsibility Correct. nobody nobody Sounds is familiar. doing that yes it does nobody's fucking doing that in my company except for me nobody so for anybody to talk shit about me stepping down and putting people in place that can do better people who you trust people that i trust people that you hired for people that, that specific hired for that specific reason. reason and then allow me after what i feel i've been i've been in the restaurant industry in sacramento since i was 16 years old oh shit I'm 40 fucking three years old. And a sexy 40 motherfucking three, might I add. Because I be putting that oil on my skin. Mm. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> skincare is serious, y'all. One skin, of these yeah. days, I'm going to do a fucking podcast about skincare because I, I am that fucking I will, serious I will be about there. It. I will be there. My that people, my people live long. So there's no way in hell. Black don't crack. Can I just say something? <laughs> you got to work on that okay, shit wait. nowadays, though. You cannot be terrible. 90 years old and not put some skincare routine. Today, I saw a tweet that said something to the effect that Rosanna Arquette and Rose McGowan decided that they were going to join with the women who were making accusations against Russell um, what? Simmons. Russell Simmons. Mm -hmm. And it had two pictures of them. I'm shocked that I was able to just pull out what that fucking title was because all I could think, and I'm not even joking, this is literally what I thought. God damn, I feel so hard, so sad, so broken for you non-melanated bitches. Mm. Because aging sans melanin is brutal. It's like the universe's mockery of all their fucking privilege. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. You're I'm gonna girl. give this bitch some crow's feet <laughs> at 26. <laughs> yeah. Well, every time I look at the Olsen twins, I'm like, oh. oh. But you know but what? You, you can't chain smoke 13 packs of cigarettes a day and not look like the inside and, of an anus. And and I'm snort just saying, a ton of cocaine. you know Come they on. look like the inside of a rectum. You know it. They a little brown, a little dull. I just want to say something. <laughs> A moment ago, you said you didn't eat booty, but you know what the inside of a rectum looks like. I'm just saying you don't know how I've seen it. You know, my child is in the fucking mortician world. Maybe I've seen the inside of a booty that way. You don't have to lie. <laughs> <laughs> we do well, not kink shame around these parts, okay? Cheers to you, Tim. <laughs> wow. So my point is, is that to close what Najina was saying, because Alton and I made the decision to close mm -hmm. the business. And let me tell you, there was a lot of motherfucking talking happening. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got something to fucking say. And to that, I say, dream your little fucking dream mm -hmm. and then execute it. And then, yeah. And then fucking tell me what I should and should not have done yeah. for the sake of my sanity, mm -hmm. of my pocket, 
yeah. of my motherfucking survival, mm-hmm. okay? Because for three and a half years, and for the record, the business was only open for a little over a year. For mm-hmm. three and a half years, I ate, slept, and drank that space, Yeah. okay? And so when I made the fucking decision, when we made the fucking decision to say it was time to fucking call it, it was not without tears and struggle and heartbreak and then release. Yeah. Because I was motherfucking tired. I was it's done. It's exhausting. The shit ages you. I was done. Done. It ages you. We, we would work. We basically go to our jobs and work. Go to the gym and work. Then we come home. And then we're and on the work. fucking phone and working and mm. working, you know, till till we went to sleep. And then you know? I'd wake up because he went to work before I did. And he would send me 37 text messages. And I hadn't even how, opened one. To uh, how we can try to make this better. How where, where, how are we going to fix this? One here? of my eyes had not even opened yet. And I was trying to read a spreadsheet with this one because Girl. he had had 37 thoughts he needed to dump. Mm-mm. I was tired. That's a lot. And in the That's end, when we let it go and we released it, there was a period of mourning. Yeah. There was a period of um, sadness because we felt like we had failed. Yeah. Well, and then there, and it's funny you're saying this because I was going to swing back to that mm-hmm. because I was going to ask you, how did you feel when the business closed? You, you I felt- mourn that more than just about any relationship I've ever been. Okay. Really? Real talk. Okay. And then. Real talk. Divorce. Go ahead and take that and times it times 10. Mm. Because Thanks. because it's not just the Hard business. Pass. It's just not the business it's that failed. Yeah. It's it's you've basically failed at life. You you failed a portion of your life because because you have made this life plan. I'm going to be here with my family, my my husband or my wife with my children. And, well, you think this. it's a commitment. Well, well, you yes, think yes. you go into it as a commitment that's going to last forever. Right. With a business, I think that you know that businesses have an expiration date. I'm going to do this for five years. I'm going to do this for 10. I'm going to do it Is for 20 feasible? and then I'm going to get out. What? Forever. Honestly. No. Let's, let's have a real talk here. Let's have a real talk. Oh, you're here. talking about relationships? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to say something that people don't like me to say. Okay. What is the real life expectancy of a genuinely healthy relationship? I'm, I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to say forever. Because you said a genuine healthy relationship. But both parties should be at least somewhat I, healthy. I see. In that. I see where you're saying. Do you see it what from, I'm saying? Yeah. When the, you say a genuinely healthy relationship, yeah. if you have somebody that recognizes their trauma and is working to heal it, and somebody else that recognizes their trauma and they're working to heal okay. it, and those two people get together and they know better than to shit on each other, their traumas, their problems, that like that old heartache shit on each other. And they work yes. to be better people. They also recognize we're going to be two individuals. You're going to do your shit. I'm going to do my shit. And we'll also do shit together. And then you let go of, I'm not going to be jealous when you kick it with your boys. Or I'm not going to be jealous if you're a man and you kick it with your with female your friends. And if you're a female, if you're my wife and you have male friends, I'm not going to get mad when you kick it with your male friends. Because guess what? Because we're both working to be healed autonomous autonomous but also we want to be together and when you want something you don't want something else 
You're the mac and you're that good ass mac and cheese. That's real talk. That, right. You're that, that good. Right at, you ain't that. You ain't that craft shit. That's that right. right. You're there. that good ass mac and cheese. And because the one that, that makes good, that real gross sound when yeah, you mix it. Yeah, yeah. It's that yeah. you. You put the roux. Exactly. Yeah. It's really cheesy. It's yeah. creamy because you're that good ass mac and cheese, and I don't want anything else. Mm-hmm. I know, and you feel that same way about me. I know you're not gonna fuck around with somebody else when you're out doing your thing. I agree me. with you. Yeah. So when you have a healthy ass motherfucking relationship like that. Yes, that will last to the end of time. Okay, I'll give you that. But, but how many sorry, people? I but how said, many people are one, there? Fucking one percent, and that's the problem. <laughs> that's the only time in my life I get to be exactly. the one percent. God damn it! Yeah, it's, you know, um, it's a struggle for me when I watch people. I've got a couple of good friends who, like, I'll, I'll sit here and tell him, like, I, I worry about this situation mm-hmm. because I want to see them be well because I love them both. Yeah, but I also understand that everybody going in mm-hmm. or at least while they're in they have to be doing their work yeah. to stay good and i think that a lot of the times in longer term relationships longer term friendships of course your family because that's forever and always mm-hmm. amen we forget to work on ourselves mm-hmm. yep that's to the keep biggest that thing space healthy that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. so now you out there in the farm i love the farm what tell give me give me some idea what you're going to do Share with us what what you can share. So yeah, I'll share everything. So the farm I bought it a year ago, and it was for the purpose of being able to grow our entire produce and fruit list that we have at the restaurant, and have control over that. Um, I'm Fuck not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna shit on our vendors because we got really great vendors, but there is was it was getting to a point where there was um, a level of quality that I wanted that I wasn't receiving, and there was also a level of wanting certain things that we just couldn't get that nobody was gonna grow because that was like a really specific heirloom thing. Mm-hmm. You wanted cockily. <laughs> Damn. Get your, girl. Gonna hit Gir- me. Get your girl. Girthy cockily. Get your girl. She's going to hit me. Yeah. Get your girl. So not, you don't want hype. Co- okay, never okay. mind. Grab her, grab her by the armpit. Yeah. Right yeah. It's, it, it's no use. It's Jesus. no use. Maybe just, it's just me who wants cockily. Yeah. I'll grab some for you. <laughs> what color does it come in? I mean, I was never into the hoax, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Quality. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So this farm was about being able to have control over kind of, well, being able to have control over what we grow for the restaurant. Right. And my family on my mother's side, um, like my grandpa had a farm and I remember being there as a young child and, um, and it just, it, it's just something that's just resonated with my soul. And when I found the property and I walked on it, I was just like, you know, the first day that I walked on the property, um, I remember saying, I'm going to die here. Like I will live here. This is the last home that I'll own. Okay. Like they're going to bury me here and put a fucking pecan tree on top of me. Oh, see, Mm -hmm. I was thinking olive, but maybe that's just me. Remember the other day with the olive tree? Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I don't. I got, I got some space for you. The olive tree. Yeah. I said, if anybody ever fucking cheats on me, I'll fucking oh. kill them both and bury them and plant the motherfucking well, olive, olive tree, tree over them. And he goes, damn, that's salty. I was like, <laughs> olive, exactly. that's what salty. Olive <laughs> Precisely. Exactly. Yeah. Briny as But fuck. you know, do your pecan tree, girl. Listen, I just, I, you know. And so it, it, the property is just, um, it's 2.16 acres. Oh. 
and it's close enough to downtown. It's like 18 minutes from downtown Sacramento. So it's not like being up in bumfuck Egypt. Right. And um, it's just, it's a sanctuary. And I think especially going through what I'm going through right now, being there every day and being in this really beautiful healing space that's so quiet. It's perfect. And, and it's perfect. And being able to do everything by hand. And originally I was going to uh, hire um, a farm manager. I remember you were looking for one at one right. point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten amazing resumes. And when I read these resumes about their qualifications and everything that they can do, I'm like, bitch, you can do that too. And I, and that's the part of the growth is I wanted to hire a farmhand because I was fearful that I could not do it. But the truth is it's probably something that you should do anyway mm -hmm. because it's a great peace of mind. It's mm -hmm. a stress reliever. It is. It's a, you know, you, you get to enjoy the fruits you know, literally. That, it literally, yeah. and it's, and it's been something that, um, I've had more growth and, um, introspection by going to the farm mm -hmm. and, you know, working slowly, you know, uh, um, our welder came out today, his name's Paul Gerke, and he just came out just to spend time. And he was watching me put together the, the beds, the no-till beds. And he was like, you know, there's a better way to do this. And I was like, I know there is. But this process that I'm doing right now is slow. And this slowness allows me time to think. It's what you need. And, and I need. Yeah. For me to be able to heal from unraveling 17 years of a relationship. Two businesses. Two kids. Two fucking unbelievably beautiful human beings yeah like your children don't get me wrong i think my children are gorgeous but your children are strikingly beautiful humans yeah it, it they're arresting both of them and of course then delightful little humans and yes. i don't really like kids they're good kids. it's important to mention i don't really like most children yeah yeah they got good kid. They got two sets of amazing genes. I got to see them interact with a new kitten. Yes. Right? And I think you see something in mm -hmm. humans when you see them interact with an animal, certainly something that's been abandoned and healed. Yeah. And, and, and watching them, especially your son, watching him take care of that baby. It's his, that cat is his That's his life. baby. You know, animals will choose who their person is. Yeah. You know? This one got a dog, and yeah. the dog quickly decided his daughter was, his, was yep. her person. Like, Yes, she loves him. Yeah. Yes, she loves me. But when his daughter is here, mm -hmm. that dog don't want nothing to do with nobody else. Yeah. And then it's cat. He goes and gets cat. We're gonna we're gonna circle all this back to yeah. these fucking cats. I was getting ready to say that. He gets this she cat. Got, he got his back to us right now like an <laughs> asshole. And too. the cat chooses his son. <laughs> who really don't want shit to do with him. Mm -hmm. But the cat's like, nah, you you're my person. You're my person. Yeah. Yo, we're gonna talk about this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard hang, me talk hang about on. fostering cats. Hang, hang on. So Lori got these cats, <clears throat> and fucking she's garbage pail kid, garbage pail, garbage pail kid ass cats, <laughs> and she throwing them out there, fluffy, furry, and some they're other so shit. Sweet. They're so they sweet. They are sweet. They're so sweet. Okay, when? are we going right? to say they're not sweet? When? Hang on. That motherfucker is sweet. Hey, so and then sweet. he's sour. He's actually he—they're he, actually sour patch he, kids. He's sour instead of garbage pail kids. Yeah, he's sour more than he's sweet. So, Najina got one of the cats, 
I got one of the cats. And my good friend Jessica And good got friend one. Jessica. Well, it was Will, supposed to be for her husband, Will but he, he said, fuck you. Uh, she said, fuck you once they got home and chose so, Jessica. So let exactly. me tell you, let me tell you all something. Fuck this cat. <laughs> this, this cat is a fucking thug. He is a goddamn thug. He fucks shit up. Nonstop. He he's not even flinching. He ain't, his back is he ain't flinching he or nothing. That's his attitude right now. You know what? Like, fuck y'all. Yeah. This, this motherfucker. Having a little would. podcast I talking about would. me. This, Say it to my face. This motherfucker then then shit on my bed. No, he didn't shit on your bed. Yes, he but did. He did though. He shit he, he shit on the dog's bed twice, multiple times. Disrespect. Yeah, he don't he, like that fucking. He dog. don't give him. a fuck. I, I mean, we were literally all just gathering right before this podcast. Every, I cooked, yep. Alton cooked, and this yep. motherfucker shat on the rug right there while we were all He's talking. He's fucking honey badger. <laughs> yeah. Honey badger don't give a shit. Yeah, he don't give a shit. He, he, <laughs> well, he, he gives a lot of shit. Yeah, really. he gives a <laughs> lot of shits. He, he does not fucking care. He, he showed up at this house, and I think it was like, He's one of those demon children that are born <laughs> yes. that just, he's going to end up bad. He, he's he's a mass murderer or something. Wow. You know what I mean? Malachi. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Listen, when I had them, they were Fuzzy Wuzzy and Bear. Yeah. They have since mm-hmm. turned into Malachi. Mia. No, not Mia. <laughs> Mimi, no. Mimi, no. <laughs> and I say her name is Mimi, but you say fucking no to her constantly. She so answers Mimi, to Mimi, no. no. So now it's Mimi, no, Pickles, and Luda. This is their new names. Luda is AK's. Mimi No is Najina's. And Pickles is Jessica's. And and they left me being just like, you remember when we did the meet meet up between us, how lovely she was. I had known. She was like laying in Najina's arms like a little baby. That's she some, still she does the same shit. That's some false shit. That's how shit. they get y'all. She, she, she still shit. wants she gets in my that's face. That's how they get y'all. She's like, Mama, just love me. Just love me. But Mama, just to let you know, when you put me down, I'm going to shit all up in your fiddle head, big fern. I'm going to jump on the counter. Oh, mama, look at oh, this. Oh, yours are jumping on the counter? Oh, you're everywhere. Mama, oh, these are these kale seedlings? I'm, I'm just going to eat every fucking one of them. <laughs> Fuck your seeds. I, I, I bet she wouldn't eat cockily. That's what the problem well, she is. Oh, she, show house. she probably would. She beats up on the damn dog. Tron too old for that shit. Hey, my tired. mine be whooping my dog's ass. Same like, with mine. Like, like, bitch, why are you drinking all the water? We have you know? literally Mimi and Tron is an Ike and Tina relationship. Oh, oh shit. Dear. And Mimi is Ike. Oh, man. Tron just trying to make it through the day. Right, and you I can got see you. it on his face. He's like, Mama, I, I didn't sign up for this shit. Mama, you mad at me? But why like, you just why, tell like, me? Like, you just put, take me back to... You take me back to Bradshaw. Just take Are me back to the Are you gonna take pound. Mimi to the farm? Oh, I'm taking her to the farm, <laughs> Ma- ma'am. She, she I mean, gonna be able to roll farm. She, she gonna be able to run free. Oh, if she is, <laughs> I'll put a she, collar on I, her. I'm free, massa. Yeah, right. Is I'm she gonna free. go outside? Y'all I know right. he says she can't be an outside Y'all cat. Her ass she going chipped. outside. Y'all she ain't right. And and listen. I'm not worried about them turkey, turkey vultures snatching her up because she mean as fuck. No, she's good. She's going to be good. She'll be fine. She's going yeah. to she come to the back door at night. I'm literally. Yeah. Let me in. Bitch. It's time. It's bedtime. No, I'm, I'm not I've been even, out in these streets I, fucking I around gonna, all day. I was literally thinking about getting like a border collie because we're going to have chickens on the farm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me get like a protective dog. I don't need that shit. You I got, got the cat. Mimi. She bad as fuck. She ain't going to kill the chickens. 
But she's going to protect him. That's right. Yeah. This cat is a cat that would beat up a coyote. And it, it's like, a fucking ghetto ass cat. It is. Is what it is. It's like, it's, like I and said, it's she's straight street. Thug. She's street. I gave those cats two months of love and nourishment. Okay. And y'all are calling them ghetto cats. Them cats was I out there. Them, them cats. cats was out there slanging dope. Yeah. Shit, I don't know what you're talking about. My cat's trying to have a fucking hot girl summer. Yeah. She's so fucking bad. I hate her. Yeah. I'm so yeah. sick of this cat. Hot girl summer and slanging dope. Every, every day that's, my that's son's like, do you regret getting Mimi? And I'm like, sure do. <laughs> but the bitch is family She's now, damn it. And, and that's Isaac. He's all, but I love her. And I'm all, we'll take her to your room. <laughs> Close the damn door. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, man. Something's wrong with you? Mm, that's too bad. We should get, we should get them together <laughs> I'm, I'm again. I'm like, man, that's too bad. Honey. I, lo- I love him. I'll come in here. I, so his mm-hmm. name is Luda, but I don't call him that. I call him Squeaks. Because he talks. Yeah. Does Mimi talk? All okay. fucking day yeah. long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're super. The, now that, They're I will so say, is unusual. They're very chatty cats. She literally starts at four in the morning. <laughs> yes. Walking on Four your face. You both Walking ended up posting face. on Facebook about your fucking I'm cats around the same time. Four in the morning, milk paws on your fucking lips. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And this bitch is like, yep, 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 yep. and I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'll, I'll go and I'll feed her. And she's, she's literally screaming. And I'm literally saying to her, bitch, shut up. It's don't wake these kids up. And she's just like, and she has all these different meows. Like she makes noises and Isaac will be like, who was that? And I'm all, that was Mimi. That was Mimi. You know what I do? I, I keep a pile of rolled up socks. Oh, and he Motherfucker starts them. talking. I just start slinging socks at him. The damn cat. <laughs> but the cat is obsessed with Alton's face. Like it, it, so his entirety me. of his body yes. is like. <laughs> yes. We have to check with Justin. You fucked it. us up with these ghetto with these ass, damn ghetto ass, ass cats. pound puppy, <laughs> garbage pail kid. Facial. I want y'all to know that I have adopted two of my motherfucking fosters. I know what it's like to get the right. No, you cats. don't. No, you don't. Ask him about last night in my house. Lulu. And was she not just as obnoxious talking up and down the hallway? Yeah. One night. So one night Lulu did that? No, no, no. no. Lucy is the strangest cat. She, when she's playing with a toy, she sounds like she's being murdered. But that's just her like play sounds. So you'll be asleep in the dead of night and she'll find a fucking hair tie. Let me tell you, there's nothing that triggers a cat like a hair tie in the middle of the night. Or earplug. (laughs) Or a plastic bag. Or a receipt. Or a receipt. Oh, my God. A piece of paper. Yes. A tie wrap. Why are cats like this? Uh, um, you name it. It it's doesn't fucking matter. But the, you know what? The little, the little thingy that stops the door uh, when oh. the door opens. I, all I hear is... So my kids had this game, and any parents out there might be familiar with this game. It was a, um, It's like a caterpillar. And he has a bunch of hands, and what you do is you put the balls in his hands, and it moves, and you're trying to keep the balls in there. So the balls isn't that like a grown-up game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Just so, checking, bitch. <laughs> trying to keep the balls in your right. hands. Everyone's trying to keep the fucking balls in your hands. So the they're literally like, mouth, no they're judgment. like marble sized, and one morning, the box oh, was open, and her whole body was in the box except for her butt, and she dug all the balls out. And then kick them shits around the house <laughs> for fucking 40 minutes. So for 40 minutes, from 4 a.m. to fucking 4.40, I had to listen to eight 
marbles <laughs> rolling around on a hardwood floor while this bitch is making crazy it sounds like yes yes i was like yes. i i'm gonna convince they sound like right like now. robots that need reprogramming yeah. Yeah. when they were like sh- literally doing i, I thought thing. i was watching fucking wally yeah <laughs> wow but you know what uh, i am currently taking care of a senior cat or our oldest cat is over 10 years old and he is, you know, he's had some serious health stuff in the last year and he is just kind of in that phase where everything's changing. He's slowing down. He's really like, he's like real thin. And and I think back to when he was like this and driving me crazy. One of my good friends, um, Alton knows her, her name's Abby. She used to call my cat the devil cat because he literally would literally climb walls and I miss that time as much as it drives you fucking crazy. I can bring Mimi over. I miss it when you it when you look back at your at your cat or your dog, and now it's old and it, it's not capable of those things. You know, Tron is older, right? You think about how he fucking drove you crazy when he was young. He used to shit on everything. <laughs> what what is it with animals just shitting on everything? You know. Well, I mean, think about it, right? No humans. No humans. No. We we shit all in a diaper until t- someone told us where to start putting it, right? Is yeah, but it was true? in the diaper. But that was because it was tied to your body. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just shat on everything when you were young. Nah, they had a litter box. <laughs> so, He's still a that. baby. I don't he give a fuck. <laughs> they got a litter box. He is still a baby. So? so but, they, still, but they learn right out the gate. He's still having blowouts. Yeah, but still. <laughs> he... <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. Okay, I get it. But okay. still, but still, it's like they got a litter box. They know where to go, and they use it. Right. And and they and if you and piss them off by not being home enough, he pisses on your bathroom rug. And you know what he says, Daddy? I missed you today. But yeah. he don't have the words to say that, so he pees on your rug. Yeah. So you should really give him a hug when he shits and pisses. I really on should your teach the motherfucker <laughs> English. That's what I need to do. You know, because I'd, I'd rather have him talk than piss on my rug. So tell me something. Yeah. What do you feel is, we've talked tremendously about the negative things that have happened from divorce. Right. Tell me what your positive is. Tell me what, on the flip side, after the transition, after the hurt, after the rage, after the mourning, after the healing. Right. When you when it's all kind of buttoned up. Well, Tell I think, me your positive. I, I think it, it it's kind oh, of what Najina said. The keto girl came up here with some wings. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. They're keto wings. <laughs> We've been trying to tell you all about them wings. Wings. The, the salt and pepper wings are real. Mm. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's pretty much what, what Najina was saying. Okay. You, you know, you get to reinvent yourself. You know, you get to. Go on, napkin, mommy. You get to spend time thinking about you. You know, um, that, that is like huge. It really is. is. I mean, because that is different than the time you spend laying in bed crying about your relationship is over. You know, that, that's the, that's like the, the beginning of the healing process. And then when you get to the point, like, like I mentioned previously, that you can think about it and talk about it and not be so emotional about Mm -hmm. it, then you can start. When you're a little removed from it. Right. But, but then you can start making decisions yeah. and you can start planning and you can start doing for you. And, and when that happens, there, there's this, there's this piece of you that gives you power. Yeah. Right. It gives you power that you now control you. Right. Because as a, we, it's not about you. It's about us. Yeah. And, and, and it's about what the plan is for us. 
and, and it's never about you. So how do you get into a new relationship, right? Because that's the goal. As humans, Is it though? I, I think as humans, we are um, dependent creatures. I think, here's the example I'll give. Um, people who get older and don't have families, right? There's all this scientific data that shows that people who spend too much time alone, particularly as seniors, um, go into dementia more quickly. Oh, I'm going in the woods. I already said when I get old, I'm walking in the woods and I'm letting the wolves Like a me. cat. See, you really do love Mimi. I mean, I'll take her ass with me and we can die together. There in the you woods, go. But there <laughs> you go. So there's all this scientific data that shows that a, a single senior um, will fall victim to dementia um, more quickly than somebody who has a loving space. People who quit working too soon, right? And and what too soon is for each individual person is it, certainly it, it very would personal, vary, yeah. right? But but they stop working and then they lose a sense of purpose and then things. But does start that to, relationship have to be romantic? I don't necessarily think it does. I think that a, I don't think a good does. strong friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, sometimes people get older and they have just a companion, so it doesn't have to be romantic. But I'm speaking about we get into a relationship, right? Because yeah. because. You both are young, virile, spry motherfuckers. I don't think you're gonna stop getting laid now, right? I don't think I don't think the mid forties is where y'all are gonna die. So you're sort of in the grand scheme of your average lifespan, you guys are kinda in the middle, right? Yeah. So there's probably gonna be some more romantic relationships. So you've been through this trauma, you've been through this tremendous loss, you've been through this transition. How do you go into the next relationship and not lose yourselves again? How do you go into the next relationship and make sure that your selfishness, because I think selfish is a word that gets a really bad rap. Yeah. Because I think that humans should be selfish. Absolutely. For a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you can't be a person who gets in a situation and decides to, to, um, I don't want to use the the word compromise because that's a word that I... I'd rather be a person who's selfish than a person who compromises too much. This I, is where I struggle with nice and sorry, kind. Sorry, I'm getting real African on these wings. <laughs> she said African. I gotta get to the marrow. There might not even be a bone left. <laughs> this shit's is good. So that that's I guess that's my question is I don't wanna be a person who um doesn't enjoy the things that I've taught myself to love, right? right. I want to love those things still, but inherently I do want some. I still want some ass, right? Y'all still want. You some, don't think nobody else wants some wine? But you, uh, but you still have a little. Oh, now you wanted him to mix them? Oh, he was trying to be polite. It's a maritage. Cool. Okay, okay. <laughs> Girl, what you drinking? A white blend. It's a white blend. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. With long hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I. I have the answer to that. Okay. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not, let me be very mm-hmm. clear. Um, some people repeat mistakes. Absolutely. Because you don't learn the lesson. Correct. Right. I, I know the answer. And they are not bad people for repeating Fuck mistakes. Get out of here, cat. Stop. <laughs> they're, they're not bad person for, people for repeating the mistakes. <clears throat> but for those who have had a transformation and have grown and learned. Yep. How do you keep yourself from going back to those mistakes? God damn it, Luda. <laughs> Nobody likes you, just so you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, and bitch, you yeah. in my house. <laughs> Everybody hates you here. Baby, cause I'm a thug. Oh, baby, cause I'm a thug. Easy. 
Oh, it's easy. Okay. Yeah, it's easy. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. It's kind of like how Caleb did that one answer. Remember when we were talking about, I do. you know, with the whole the whole key to losing weight? Uh-huh. He said, move a little more, uh-huh. eat a little less. Mic drop. Okay. Right? So you know you're going to eat more pussy? You know what the answer is to no, this that one? that wasn't the answer? Okay, go ahead. You know what the answer is to this one? I'm ready. Separate checking accounts. Shut up. <laughs> about to kick him in the nutsack right now. Stop. Right. I've never had a joint account, so I don't know about that life. But, but when Ever. when you're married, majority of people who get married yeah. end up having a joint checking account. Fuck yeah. that and, shit. and it's the sharing of everything because it is a we. It's a we. It's a it's a symbol. I don't even like that game, so no, I'm certainly uh, not yeah. gonna like that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't necessarily. Nagina's think it's, smiling here. I don't necessarily think it's separate. I, smiling I agree. She's smiling. Listen, I think that the way that you don't fall into what you did before is if you actually take the fucking time to heal. Mm. You take the time. Oh, to Nagina be by gets yourself. More of a fuck you, Diaz. Look at this dry ass glass. You see that? You got to get mad at Sommelier, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nothing. Nothing. I was like, look, I was like. <laughs> it literally was, you had vapors. You had the vapors in you your glass. You don't take the time to heal. If you don't take the time to be by yourself and to heal, and I think that is very important. And to sit in like, because I will tell you, to sit in some really icky feelings, to have, um, to do the shadow work. Yeah. Mm. And when I say shadow work, that mm. like, why is it I do the things that I do? Why is it that I keep repeating these patterns? Why is it that my default for me, why is my default emotion anger? I need to change. I need to change. Wait, so... That default is not a good one? No. Oh. It's not. Huh. Because it, anger is, here's the thing. Anger is hurt. Is the strong emotion that people use because we think that weaker emo, that, that fear or hurt or um, sadness are weaker emotions. So anger is the one that we use mm-hmm. to make us feel stronger. Why Lori looking up in the sky? About, and shit? I know. There ain't nothing on the ceiling. There ain't nothing on the ceiling. So if you don't do <clears throat> the work to figure out the why behind the fucked up shit that you constantly do in every single relationship, whether that relationship is a romantic one, whether that relationship is with family, whether yes. that relationship is with friends, if you don't figure out the why as to why you self sabotage your relationships, then you can never move on. And when you figure out that why, and I'm telling you because I'm going through it right now, when you figure out that why, you start the process of forgiveness for self, and then you start the process of self-love. So when you get to that process where you're starting to forgive yourself for bad acts that you did to other people, I fucked you over and that was wrong. I did this and that was, I'm going to take the L on that. And then you start to have love and compassion because guess what? The reason you acted that way was out of some trauma that you were not processing 
in the proper manner. So then when you start to have forgiveness and self-love, what I'm realizing is that one day, and I'm almost there, but maybe not, and I don't know because the journey can take a lifetime. It takes right? a while. It takes a while. They say it's usually to, to get to the point where you are healed or mm-hmm. for, you, you've forgiven and moved on. Yeah. I want to say it's at least half the time of your marriage. I, dis- all that. I disagree with that. Fuck all I that. I mean, that's just I from mean, they say, I ain't giving you. I am thing. not giving nobody fucking seven, eight years yeah. for, for healing. Fuck I disagree that. with that. But I, I have I, heard that statistic. I've, I've heard yeah. that statistic too, but this is how I feel about that statistic. I think that that is true when you don't want to do the work. So when you jump, oh. when you jump back Bloop. into a relationship after you've been in a relationship or you have fixed nothing you fixed nothing or if you um even if you've been by yourself but you just refuse to have self-reflection yes as to why it, it got fucked up and so you're being yes. you're being a victim you're playing like the victim the entire time and you're you're like oh they fucked me over and they did this and they did that yeah. Because nothing is 100% one person's no, fault. No, it's not. It's I don't 50, care. 50, I, every single time. I don't know that I would say it's 50 well, 50. Okay, and yeah, the reason I, I say that you. is because inherently there are some bad humans. There are some people who just that hurt beat people. people yes. and, yeah, yeah. But I do believe that even in your, um, even in a relationship where somebody might like cheat, right? I don't necessarily think that that's even a 60 40. I think sometimes there is one person who maybe it's 90% their fault and 10% yours. But even that 10% is deserving of reflection and introspection and and digging in to say did i miss red flags yeah did i miss signs why did i ignore them if i kind of maybe had an inkling so because I, I, I don't think well that that's the reflection we were talking about yeah that that's the um the blame you go to blame yourself okay. and then when you blame yourself you you start to go back and you mm-hmm. start thinking and then you start reliving situations and, and you and you start saying such I wasted acted energy. like this. I did this. And when I could have done that and when this situation happened, I, I I shouldn't have reacted like that. I could have this, you know, and 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 it's it's almost like it's part of the process. I think that you, but you can't, ma- you can't dwell in it though. Right. You got to go back and take a look at it and be like, I fucked okay, up. That's Don't what do it was. that shit again. Right. But you can't dwell in it and be right. like, Oh, I just wish I had, or I right. should have, could have, would have. But I, I guess my point is you, you backtrack and you revisit it. Yeah. And, and, and you run it through your head. Like, you know, you Luda, think you cannot eat chicken wings. You don't Jesus, care. Mary, Joseph, and the saints. This cat is just going to show out. Don't forget the little donkey. Too. <gasps> God. He, he don't care. I'm over here trying to fucking argue a case for his ass, and he's going to get all up in the wings. Do you know his name is Luda Tube let, Socks? Let him outside. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker might not come back. That's the point. He might join the wolves and just start, yep. you know, killing chickens and shit. But, th- but I think that's the point is that the, to circle back, like, girl is done. There's more. <laughs> girl, <laughs> let me tell you something. If you don't get all the meat and the cartilage off the wing. I don't. I don't. I don't. I like the centers. I leave the ass oh. ends. Like, you know, like the butt ends of the bread. That's how I eat my wings. And if they, they get fry the butt it, ends. Let me tell you something. If they fry it right. Hey, those are air fryers. You eat the bone too. Those are air fried wings. So you can eat those motherfuckers and say, thank you, AK. I'm not going to have high yeah. blood pressure I and diabetes. Yeah. And yep. No, you ate his food. You didn't eat none of mine. Yeah. 
the air. Anyhow, but to circle back, I think that um, I think that when you get to a point where you've forgiven yourself, I think when you get to a point where um, you understand your why mm-hmm. and worth and worth that the W's that it's not <sighs> just for me. I just don't feel I need to be in a relationship right now. Right now. That Limit, could change. That, that, that could change, bingo. but... I was, I was going to say, that can change. Because that, I remember that same exact yeah, feeling. Yeah. I, I was like, fuck women. Fuck these. I don't need... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, but you that, were that's go not where I'm at right now, no, though. No. I'm, not in a, I'm not in a fuck men. I'm not like, fuck all men or dogs. I'm just no, like, I'm I, really I, satisfied being alone. And, and, re- and here's what it is. I have so much self-worth right now that has grown and especially in the last couple of days that someone can't rise to the occasion right now that I gotta tell you and let's keep it real the pickings are slim in Sacramento no offense men in Sacramento but the pickings are very slim in Sacramento I was single here for a real long time and it was like wow I'm I'm not gonna settle (laughs) I'm not gonna settle I'm not gonna settle for somebody that hasn't done the work I'm not going to settle for somebody that is not coming to the table. But get you a couple few dick appointments. And you got to get the you got to get the pickle tickle. You do because you deserve multiple orgasms and not just ones you give yourself. I'm pretty good at that though. Right. I know that. We've been fucking ringing the doorbell for years. <laughs> but the point is is that ringing the doorbell. You are also <laughs> worthy of It's a girl thing. Okay. okay. <laughs> you uh, are also worthy of someone coming into your space and making you come in their space. I agree, but for me blowing you back this out. This is the Basically. That's that's little, what she was trying to my, say. No, my little sister says it. Let somebody put it on your back. Um or on your face or in your mouth. <laughs> well, hey, we do not kink shame here. I'm and I'm not Bukaki saying that. me. But <laughs> that needs to, that needs to be on if our you pad here. Don't grab her Bukaki by her armpit right now. <laughs> but you didn't listen to the episode. If you heard I, the fucking episode, if you heard the fucking episode, yo ass My would be on the floor Christina crying. It's hilarious. And what the reason that she was good is the reason that you're good because when people are transparent and and yeah. un- unabashedly themselves, yeah. that resonates with people. Yeah, you know. And even if that wasn't her current. Yeah space right because she's a happily married woman mm-hmm. when she said it you were like that bitch was about it once upon a time i know what channels you watch on uh, on I, and you know what i was thinking about that when we were kind of joking earlier about you know people having strong feelings about the podcast mm-hmm. it's like we fucking tell you the name of it if you haven't caught the joke i've talked about this a few times because i still get this question why'd you name it everything fucking sucks because your general day-to-day life your general day-to-day bullshit traffic, the motherfucking barista done fucked up your coffee. Like that little shit that- He wrote be- Ninja on the cup instead of Ninja. <laughs> fuck that, Starbucks. You pulled that up real quick, yeah. so that felt very That's why real. I don't fuck with Starbucks no more. Yeah. I don't know why you had an extra letters. I told you, Najina, Gina with an N in front of it. Yes, wrote Ninja. Fuck you, fuck your boss, fuck your beans. <laughs> your burnt, burnt beans. Ass your burnt beans. ass Why beans. Why they burn the damn beans they, in Starbucks? All, I, people that drink that shit, I'm like, really? Really? Yeah, that Starbucks is the fucking worst. If you want to drink that, I got some ashes in my fucking smoker <laughs> over at South. I'll put some water on that shit and you can drink that too. <laughs> Stupid. I, I think that um, what what the people who like what we do, 
I like it because the people that we bring on here just fucking talk real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the trauma, the ugliness, you 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 get <laughs> you get in there and you talk about the shit that people shove away. You yeah. know, and they yeah. they hide it in spaces that they that don't feel good to to bring out and dust off and say, "Look, look at this shit that I've been yeah. through and it was ugly." And I struggled with it and, and it was a battle, but I overcame it. You know, right. it's, it's like, there's some shame in where we're broken. What's that? Um, the Chinese saying about the, the broken dishes being the most beautiful. The mo- and yeah, they use the gold, the, the technique to glue them back together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there's, there's a great beauty in the rebuild. Yeah. Right. And so when you can talk honestly about where you've fallen apart, you, without, really understanding how your own trauma impacts mm-hmm. other people you help other people move yeah. past what they've been through um when we've talked about mental health before mm-hmm. i've had tons of people you know i talk very openly about having had a fucking complete nervous breakdown a few years ago and you know i'm not gonna lie to you there was a couple people sharing a dna strand with me who were like why the fuck would you put that out there and i'm like because it's what happens oh i agree with you tonight there are going to be people that when they hear this podcast are going to be like family members that are going to be like, why'd you share? Why'd you share? But the one thing that I've realized and we, we kind of touched on it earlier is this kind of like, I, I have to be my own authentic self. Yes. At 43, I'm not fucking apologizing for how you think I should behave or be or this or that or anything else. You a grown ass woman. I'm a grown ass woman. I've had grown ass experiences and I'm allowed to talk the way that I want to talk. I'm allowed to share what I want to share. And if you don't like it, honestly, that's a personal problem with you. It's not my issue. So going back to when you were talking about like, you know, sex after the divorce. For me right now, to be honest, I'm not ready for it. Rather fuck yourself right now. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not ready for a relationship right now, because real talk, I'm dating myself, and I'm a fucking good time. So it's a good relationship. It's isn't a good it? relationship. So I just kind of want to date this bitch right here, and get to know her a little better. But that. But that's take her a, out for a couple of dinners. That that's a date you have to have. It's a date I yourself, have to have. You know. I want to play a little Sade. Oh, maybe oh. some Ari Lennox. Oh. oh. You know, pour a little wine. Put on some ancient one or aliens. Two. One or one or one or two. Yeah, exactly. Be okay. like, hey, girl, I got your favorite show. You know, you want to stay up late and watch it. Like, I just want to do. I want to do me. You. I want to do me. Yep. And in the future. If there's going to be a partner, what the fuck is wrong with your cat? I I don't know. <laughs> this motherfucker, this motherfucker is upside down, upside down hanging. like a bat. <laughs> y'all, y'all, I, yeah. Let her outside and never come back. Or him. <laughs> but you know what's sexy about that? You are right now in the healthiest relationship you're probably ever going to be in. That I'm ever going to be in. That's hot. That's hot. Right? Like, yeah. I've had a that's lot why of years not, to that's, be alone. That's why it's going to take, like, real talk. For any person that's going to step to me. Yeah. I feel like it's important to note she said person. Did you peep that? Because I peeped that. Any person. <laughs> I'm just okay. saying. For any person that wants to step to me. Um, you gotta be somebody mm-hmm. like you do. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna enter in a relationship with 
No bullshit after this. Listen. I'm just not. I'm I'm totally 100% honestly interested in being in a relationship with somebody that is doing the work, that is healing. I'm totally 100% interested in being with somebody that is about following their passions and that is living their authentic self. I'm totally 100% into somebody that wants to be completely vulnerable. I... Grew up in a family where we weren't very huggy and kissy, right? I grew up in a family that was. I'll say she's sweating over Right? We were. We. I grew up in a family that wasn't vulnerable. We didn't. You know. We weren't outwardly affectionate. No, because we wear. We wear strength as a badge of honor. Strength is a badge of honor. And we don't. We don't acknowledge that vulnerability is actually stronger and harder to be. Exactly. Yeah. It's. It is my number one struggle as an adult. The next person that I'm with, if you don't want to talk about our feels when we're going through some shit. If we're out in public, you don't want to hold my hand. If we go out to dinner and you say something that's just totally amazingly sweet and I come across the, sta- the table and want to make out with you in public and, because, you're, like, and you're like, oh, whoa, 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 wait, wait. We're, this is Morton's Steakhouse. We don't do that shit here. Like if you can't. You go to Morton's Steakhouse. Girl, that shit is good. <laughs> you don't like steaks? I do, but I don't think Morton's is the best. I'm but if saying, but if y'all but if y'all want to sponsor worked, us, she worked for Ruth Chris. Oh, Ruth Chris is good. Ruth Chris steak is legit. Nagina, we should get all dressed up and go sit down and have a steak dinner at Ruth Chris next week. Bitch. Oh, I already got my dress picked up. <laughs> Actually, you don't know. I already made a reservation. You want to talk about some really sumptuous shit? You sit down at Ruth's Chris and you have yourself a motherfucking. When is steak. when is this podcast getting posted? posted? Well, it's, well, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be at least a couple of weeks because uh, <coughs> we haven't posted in a little while. Uh-huh. We so I'm editor, and so I edit things. So I'm gonna post a podcast before that to kind of get the ball rolling again. We've been off the grid for a few weeks, and so then then I'll post it. That. Then I'll post it. So I don't and want. Then we I don't have steak dinner. I don't How want about that. I don't want to post. We'll do. I don't want to post it. With everything cold, I want to post it like when we get the momentum. He wants to warm them up. He yeah. wants to lube them back up. Yeah, that's what the fuck we do. We go out and have a steak um, dinner when he posts it. So, um, oh, oh, so oh shit. Gonna, oh, shit! Me and Lori are gonna go have a steak dinner at Ruth Chris. Okay. And um, you know, if you're out there, you know, buy us a couple of drinks, buy us some cream spinach. <laughs> Scallop potatoes. It, are, do do we want to throw the date out there? <laughs> Not yet. When it gets posted, we'll share. We'll share the date. Okay. Um, I'm gonna be wearing a really lovely dress. Oh. My boobs will be out. Oh. <laughs> Mine will too. If you want to pick up our tab, you know where we'll be. Or if you want us to pick up your tab, motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all some fools. As long as you don't drink Natty Ice. <laughs> oh, oh. Or Zima. <laughs> You've got or you. White you know, Claw. You know Zima made a comeback. No, I can't fuck with nobody who drinks no. No White Claw. I'm no. sorry. It's not my thing. Yeah. So I was thinking, before we close it up, I was thinking, like, my longest relationships, I had a, an eight and a half year, and then I had a five and a half year. Those were my two longest relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one ended. I was thinking about you two, what you were saying about what you went through. My first one ended... And I stuck that motherfucker on a greyhound. And I literally never gave him a second thought. <laughs> there wasn't a Jesus moment of reflection. Christ. There wasn't a moment of reflection. <laughs> there wasn't a moment of 
um pause <laughs> yes <laughs> original rude girl butterclad queen i literally was like oh the bus leaves at four sorry i'm dropping you off this morning damn <laughs> and then the second one now the first one ended poorly right but i was like you got to get the step in the second one ended because that person um decided they had a dream that they needed to pursue a passion they needed to pursue and instead of a trying to join them on what was very clearly a fruitless endeavor the dream was a dream bitch um or b try to hold them down i threw them a party and let them go damn are you serious i did i threw a massive party and let them go and 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 at that party every person i invited i had this huge book and i had pictures of every single person who i invited to attend with that person and I let them write on that page some sort of a wish for their journey. I was so excited for them to go, even though I was ending an almost six-year relationship, because I I knew no matter how I played it, if it involved them staying or me joining them, it would end poorly. Wow. But if I sent them off, no matter what happened, was on them. That's good vibes, though. You know what's funny about that? Um, at his like family farewell dinner, his Here it dad. Comes. No, 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 no. I, this is a strange moment for me because most people that I've been in relationships with their parents hate me, mm-hmm. mostly because of my mouth. Um, and this person's parents in the beginning hated me because I was five years older than him, with three kids. Um, but at that dinner, after we had been together all those years, at that family farewell dinner, his pops pulled me to the side. May he rest in peace, because he's one of the few people on the planet that I have nothing but. 100% respect for mm-hmm. he said character is when you love a human being and you let them go do the things they need to do with absolutely no expectation that they'll come back you free them mm. and you don't expect them to come back to you and in fact you know they probably won't and you still celebrate what it is that they've chosen and in that moment, it was like, thanks, that's really nice. No. But it was it was many years later, because one of the weird things about me is after a relationship ends, I have a tendency to do long spans of celibacy. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of reflection in that. There is. And it was many years later that that conversation kind of replayed in my head. And I was like, huh, that was a really big compliment from a person who didn't even like me it in the beginning. It was a humongous compliment. Yeah. I think he was telling you that he liked you. I think he was saying you did good. Yeah. You know? You did good, kid. And um, since I'm a petty Betty, he was back home in less than six months married to a bitch who was filthy stinking rich, and that dream of his went to shit. But I let him go. feelings of like how it broke and how it wasn't i didn't sit with that i I think that that uh, is something wrong with me no okay so can i say something about that me can i say something about that i'm just thinking that you know you're you i feel like something is broken in me sometimes no hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna speak on that because there's a lot of this bullshit of let them go they'll come back if you set it free if If you set it free if it was meant to be Nuh-uh. I don't believe in that shit. We've been together almost six years and you want to run away and be an actor? Then, you know what? 
It's it's a wrap. That was how it felt. But but I just I don't believe that. Here's the thing. I just don't. And this is me, and everybody's different. I don't believe in holding space for somebody to come back to you. Yes. Just because you think that this person might be like your soulmate or your twin flame or the love of your life or I've never like, thought someone was my soulmate. That like they're they just got to go figure that shit them. out. And once they figure that shit, that they'll come back. Nah. I just do not believe you. Listen, this is a restaurant analogy. You ain't gonna hold no motherfucking reservation for longer than fifteen minutes. That's right. So why are you gonna hold years of your life hostage? waiting for somebody Man. to figure they shit out and come back to you. And I see it a lot. And because I'm a spiritual person, I see Especially it a lot. women. Yeah. I see it a lot in the spiritual world where they talk about holding space for your divine masculine. He's going through his bullshit right now. And then he'll no. come back to you. No. Why that? I, I think that's the most demeaning fucking shit. In, in the hood whole world. speak, it's be his peace. Is it not? It is. Fuck that. If you ain't your own fucking peace, why I gotta be your peace? Right. I wanna be the greatest disruption in why your am space I gonna ever. Keep, why am I gonna keep letting you do... That is so fucking accurate. Yeah, right. and they, they talk about it a lot, a lot in spirituality that they talk about like, oh, you guys are these two souls that are connected and blah, 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 blah. And, and he, like, let him go do his bullshit. And when he's done with his bullshit, he'll come back to you. Fuck that. That is the most demeaning fucking shit I've ever heard. Because you're going to sit there and hold space for a motherfucker. It doesn't happen in reverse. It does not no happen in No one preaches reverse. holding Never. divine space for her to go and do her shit. Shit. Because he is then looked at as less than a man. Exactly. If he waits for a woman to go fucking sow her oats. Exactly. Fuck that. Mm. I believe in partnership. I do, too. I do not believe in soulmate. I'm going to sip this wine. And I think there's Get something it. very beautiful in partnership. I think there's something there very... Is. You know why? Because partnership is 50-50. Yes. It's equal. There's not a power play. That's right. It's not an alpha. There's not an omega. That's right. It's equality. We're here together. We're here together. And there's times yeah. when I'm going to surrender the control to mm. you, and there's times you're going to surrender the control to yep. me, but it's done because in that moment it's necessary. It's necessary. Not because we play by some no it's it's role it's, it's or gender like, i can't hold the torch right now that's it's right. too heavy for me to bear that's right do you think that if i pass the baton to you can you hold it i got you yeah but guess what at some point in time i'm gonna come back around the track and it's gonna be too heavy for me to bear and i need you to hold the, that's the baton right. that's that's fucking partnership that's motherfucking right there. real right there that's real so i have a question before mm -hmm. we shut it down sure um i never wanted to have a discussion about spirit and spirituality before oh. and, and i'll tell you why um because we have kind of talked about religion and uh -huh. I've, I've very openly talked about how i was raised in the catholic church ak was as well same mm -hmm. and both of us went far far away from the catholic church yeah. it, it doesn't fit me mm -hmm. it's not something i can put on and feel comfortable in there's yeah. too many armholes you know mm -hmm. what i mean it's, yeah. it's just it doesn't fit the suits a little tight yeah no. um but i i am an extremely spiritual being I believe in in something greater than me. I mm -hmm. would be so foolish not to believe that there's something greater than me. Do yeah. I believe it's a Papa in the sky? Not necessarily. But I am. A, I, I believe that I have had. Listen, I've survived enough things to know that something is looking out for my ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I have survived a couple few things yeah. that your average Joe yeah. would not have. Would have gotten murked. So yeah. I, I have to subscribe to there's something, there is something looking out for me. Yeah. 
And I, I would be very interested in having that conversation on this podcast. And I would like to invite you to come back and oh, join I would for that. I'd love to come back for a conversation about spirit. Because what you said earlier to yeah. me about spirit, it was almost like you weren't sure if it was something you wanted to share. And I think a lot of us have well, that I, feeling. I think people get weird about that. They we, get weird. You know? They, they get weird about it. Yeah. And, I, and and again, I'm I, I'm just gonna speak from my authentic self. And my son makes fun of me all the time. But that said, um, yeah, I'm 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 not a person that follows religion. Same. I am a person that follows spirit. I follow intuition. Um, my intuition is very strong. It was strong as a child. And as a child, it scared the shit out of me. Really bad. To the point where I literally was like, this is too much for me to handle as a kid. I don't want to hear the things that I'm hearing. I'm going to shut the shit down. I don't want to see the things that I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shut the shit down right now. And I blocked it for the majority of my life. And then I came into my adulthood and it gets to a point where you cannot ignore things anymore. And a lot yes. of people will make you feel like um, you're an asshole or you're weird. crazy or yes. you're weird. Right. When you say, I can hear spirit or I can see spirit. Or I know things. Or I know things. Or my biggest thing is touch. I can touch things and get a lot of information. Mine is dream mine's dream too I've come into dream too to the point and it's why I wake up at four in the morning because I have crazy ass dreams that are very very information based and then spirit wakes me up at four and it's like bitch write that shit down I have not once from a dream or a tarot pull that I've done not once has it not manifested I was just gonna say <clears throat> just from your history mm -hmm. and future outlook mm -hmm. it appears that you you're being guided correctly i'm being you know? absolutely guided correctly in the past i did not listen to my intuition i did not listen to my gut and since i've started to listen to my gut it is amazing the direction my life has gone in yeah and, and we talked about this earlier before the podcast started that you know earlier this week spirit was giving me some really solid advice it was saying you need to do a b c and d and you weren't listening and i was like i don't believe you and then it said test me bitch and so i said okay i'm gonna do what you're telling me to do even though it's scary even though i think you're wrong even though my ego is telling me that that's what I shouldn't Ooh, do. The and, ego. And Man, ego that's is a tough a one. Bitch. That's a ego tough. and hubris. Ego mm. is a bitch. So I did what it told me to do. And today I had the best day in my life to date. Minus the birth of my two children. The best, I literally was in my car today after I processed the information that I got and I was screaming in my car, driving down the freeway, screaming, yes, because I couldn't believe how blessed I was. I couldn't believe the opportunities that were being given me today because it was it literally, I like it, it. I'm trying to like be authentic about it and not be like, again, ego. Oh, where, like, where's the other shoe gonna drop? Right. Right. Oh, this might be some bullshit. 
literally out of control, super happy, can't believe this happened. And it was all because spirit said, if you just let go, if you just surrender, if you do not fight, just give it all away. I'm going to give you tenfold. And it wasn't fucking joking today. I'm still feeling that it's not real. Because it's it's so it's it was, that tenfold. It, it's that it, it's tenfold. Tenfold. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. Because because you already know where you're at, and and you and you're looking at it, going, "I've created this. I have that. I have this." I, I could and you're not telling imagine. me you're telling me that I'm gonna have tenfold to this if like, I if I let it all go. Right. Right. If I walk away. If I walk away. Right. And it's like, bitch, just trust. And so I did, and it did. Like, and then you ended up here with us. And then I ended up here with y'all. And so it's like, it's been a very, I, like, I feel like I'm high as hell. Yeah. Like, I'm just in a space where, like, and maybe that's where it's coming from, where I feel like it, I, do, I'm, I feel complete. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to be in a relationship. Right. I don't feel like I need to have a partner. So because I am just, I feel so damn good. I am complete in myself. I'm whole in myself. I love myself. I think I'm a badass bitch. I, not just physically, but spiritually. Right. My life is good. I'm blessed. Right. I'm blessed. Y'all, let's you, drink to that. Let's yeah, to let's, that. Let's, let's cheers, cheers to that. To you. Um, speaking of blessed. I'm just happy I'm alive. I got my first tattoo. I love that. I love that. So... She helped me out with that. That's nice. Anyways, it was it was something that, you know, the past, fuck, several years, I just went through so much. We went through so much shit. And I went through a bunch of shit. And then it got to the point where people would ask me. They were like, hey, so, hey, how you doing, Al? You know? And I was like. You might not know this about Alton, but Alton had a collapsed lung happen while what? he was teaching a class on stage. Najina, he tried to finish the class. What? He came back. He did not know he had a collapsed lung. We took, I took him to the hospital. They told him he was fine. Sent him home. He continued teaching. He ends up with a cop knock on the door when I, because I was literally like, you have to go to a doctor. I actually messaged a friend of mine who's a big Willie surgeon in town. Oh my God. And I said, a friend of mine went through this. And these are the symptoms he's now having two weeks later and he won't listen to me he was like if this is your people you will tell him to get his ass to a doctor today and he ended up at the doctor that day not by virtue of me because I truly believe in that moment he knew how serious something was getting couldn't even go up the stairs at his own home at this point that's how bad that's how sick he was wow when I was teaching 90 minute cardio in yeah. core classes oh my god he goes home he goes to bed because he's so winded from this thing that's happening and he ends up getting woken up with the cop knock because the doctor could not reach him to tell him you must not pass go you must get back to the hospital he had a collapsed lung for weeks 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 a week more than a week it was a week it well, wasn't because you were teaching week and a half I'm just going to say you're a strong motherfucker. That you was had a collapsed lung for and a I, week hey, and you were teaching cardio. And I, and I showed up to work. Every day. I went to work every day. I showed and up, showed up my to classes. teach his classes too. You know, and, and that's that's one of the problems I have with these punk ass little kids now. Stop that. You Stop know, that. like Stop motherfuckers that. don't show uh-uh. up to work. <laughs> Right? You know, it's like, what the fuck? Got a damn corn can come to work. I got a goddamn collapsed lung. Um, I'm sorry. I watched uh, Law and Order SVU. And and I I was up too late. And I was up too late. So I'm not going to come into work today. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And I had a collapsed lung. So they Pulp Fiction his ass, okay, to fill that lung oh, up. really? Real talk. Nope. Yeah. And um, that was, I feel like a little bit that was kind of the beginning of a big wake up in your life. Yeah. A wake it, up to what? Me. It, it was a wake up to um, a lot of shit, really. Um, I, I am one of those people, when you were talking, I made the quick comment. I was like, sound familiar? Yes. Because everything you were saying, it, it's me. Yeah. Um, you know, wake up at three in the morning, all these, all these things are running through your head and you got to get it out somehow. And, yeah. and I'm just, I'm just trying to get it out, you know? And, and she's like, what the fuck, you know? Go to bed. And, and it's like, it's like, no, when I wake up, that's when I've, I've dreamt about whatever. And I've, I'm, my mind is fresh and yeah. I, and I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm trying to process and figure out and all this kind of stuff. Well, when the collapsed lung thing happened, it was kind of like, it wasn't the thing, but it was like the precursor. It was a catalyst almost. Yeah, it was like it was like the precursor. It was it was almost telling me like I'm you're doing a lot and one of these days you're gonna slow the fuck down yeah. and think about you. Yeah. And honestly, when the collapsed lung thing happened, right when it happened, it was like, Oh, I I gotta go to work. I got to fucking estimate this job. Gotta I, I, I got to go teach these classes. I'm going to fucking show up. I don't care what's up. You know, the, the, that's how it is. But that the universe doesn't give a fuck about your ego. No, that was your ego. Don't. That was your ego that's saying, right. I need to get all this shit done. And universe was like, we're going to go ahead and shut that down. That's you? right. And that's exactly what happened. It mm -hmm. shut it down. Well, the problem with that was it then gave time to create the formula. It, it was a shutdown, and now I sit there and just think and think and think, and I talk to her every now and then about it. And, or not, well, I don't even know if we were actually really in it by that time, but we were— It was an idea that I a, had. It was an idea. And I think that that downtime made him think about it, which is ultimately how he joined me. But that's how spirit works. Yeah. Yes. That's and, how it—I it, 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 I will say this. There is no such thing as an accident. No, the fuck there isn't. There is no such thing as something that wasn't already preordained. No, I, I believe things happen for a reason. Everything it, it's, happens yeah. for a reason. As shitty as it is, and I and, and I know somebody would be like, oh, so you're trying to say that, like, you know, something like somebody getting abused or raped or did... Listen, I've been there. Same. Yeah, it does happen for a reason. It absolutely does. It pushes growth. It pushes you trying to... It pushes your soul trying to figure out how you're going to deal with trauma and then grow from it. Are you going to take something evil that happened to you and are you going to let it have power over you? Or are you going to say, this is what happened. I'm going to recognize that and grow from it. I'm going to have compassion for the person that did it to me because that person that did it to me has trauma too and they were coming from a place that was equally as fucked up and I'm going to let that shit go and I'm going to move on mind blown Woo, man yeah okay wow <laughs> 
So we're going to come back with a conversation <laughs> about Ooh. spirituality mm-hmm. and things and trauma. Mm-hmm. Because we've talked about having a conversation about trauma. And it's, it's, a, it's a scary... It's a scary... You know why? Because people take trauma, and especially when it comes to abuse, as an embarrassment. Oh, yeah. They don't want to wear it, and I don't. I don't. I, I think wearing it as a badge is a wrong term. Right. But um, they, they don't want to walk around with a victim card on them. But you don't have to be a victim. Agreed. Yeah, but you don't so have many to people be a think if you own it, admit it, share it, that that's how people see you, and then there's that vulnerable. That's thing. that vulnerable thing. Yes. Yes. I am not afraid to say that I have been sexually abused in my life. It happened as a young child by a neighbor. It happened as uh, a young woman um, in the workplace. I mean, shit, I'm in the restaurant industry. It's a guarantee that it's going to happen. It happened through college. The statistic is one in three. One in three. There's two of us at this table, and we've both. And we both. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it It's my fear for my daughter. I'm, ho- I'm hoping she's not she's not yep but realistically it could happen and i have to look at these men that did shit to me and for me to be embarrassed for me to not share that for me to act like i'm fucking up my family's name because i say that this happened no it's almost like you're giving them power over you i'm giving them power yep yeah. So you did something to me and I got to keep it a secret and with the shame, with the shame to protect you. Or I got to keep it a secret to make it easier for other people, to make it easier for other people to consume or digest. So funny because it didn't happen to fucking you. It happened to me. So why do I have to make it easy for you to digest? When you didn't have to live it, you didn't have to experience it, you weren't the one that got pinned down, you weren't the one that had a, a hand around your throat. You, you didn't have the one who had to survive it. You didn't have to be the person that survived it. Why do I gotta fucking make it easy for you to consume? Absolutely not. So I'll speak it out loud and I'll speak it strong, and I'm not embarrassed by talking about it. And if somebody ever has a problem with me talking about it or it makes you uncomfortable then guess what you just got a one-way ticket out of my life because I'm not going to tolerate people that feel like I have to shut the fuck up about something that happened that's in general girl to me it has nothing nothing to do about about what happened to you that's it's it's in in general general. if you can't handle me at my most real moment my most raw moment then I'm good with it. I'm good. Yeah. We had this conversation recently about friendships, about that surface shit. Mm-hmm. If the only thing I'm good for is for you to tag me on a fucking Facebook post, I'm mm-hmm. good, bruh. I literally good. spent last year breaking up with friends because of that shit. That friends that just wanted to be that surface, like, let's go out and have fun and, and take the I, selfie. I, I know Najina. Um, I know Najina. Yeah. And when we started to have the real conversations, the icky shit. They, they can't hang. They can't hang, and they were like, I didn't sign up for that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then you, you signed up for nothing. Well, I'm the wrong bitch for you to be I'm kicking out with. I'm the wrong bitch for you to be friends with. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. in closing, that was about 
the Yo, most real dog that, that, real, real deal conversation we've had well, here in well a the, and the thing is that conversation can be split into three different ways you know um talking about abuse and how how you're able to to say what you just said mm-hmm. you know how you're able to feel that you know i'm gonna go ahead and talk about it and i don't feel bad talking about it yeah. Because I'm making sure that who did it doesn't have any power over me mm-hmm. to to shut me up or 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 make me not talk about it to make them feel better. Exactly. Fuck them. Fuck them. Right. So I mean, but but it, when I say fuck them, I also have compassion because I, I get it that for the people, some of them I knew very well, and I knew the reason why they were fucking me over because mm-hmm. they were going through hell in their own household so i do have compassion i don't <laughs> and you're and well, that's, okay. That's, that's okay and that's okay that's okay and that's okay i i hear you say that and there's i'm split in 50 50 there's yeah. a part of me that admires it because i feel like there's um, a release mm-hmm. in compassion yeah i feel like there's a freedom from that thing that sits inside of your belly yeah when you talk about this i've actually never talked about it so it's just kind of funny to have this conversation now um, and then the other side of me understands that a person who abuses in most instances was a person who has, has dealt with their own mm-hmm. abuse in some space. Yep. Um, the, the fact that it was more than once, which is a rare and unusual situation. Yeah. Um, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, it bothers, it sets, it sets poorly with me. It sets poorly yes. with me because I'm disgusted by a statistic that one in three women will be sexually abused, raped, molested, depending on the circumstance, what mm-hmm. it is, and that there are three people at this table, two women, and both of us have been through it more than once. There's something fucked up with that. And for and for me, I am on the same page with you where one of my abusers did it multiple times. It lasted two years. What the fuck? Man, listen, this podcast has gone 600 years, so we have to kill it here soon. <laughs> But we're going to come back. We'll split it. Don't worry about it. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about. uh, It's funny to me that the women who are the strongest are the ones who have survived and overcome the the most. most. Mm -hmm. But we're also the softest. Yeah. That's the. uh, Okay. Those are the parts Uh, that people don't get to see. Right, 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 right. Everybody thinks you're like Belinda badass and real talk. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I'm a down. And, and And I had told her that when I met her, mm-hmm. I couldn't fucking stand her, right? Real talk, real right? talk. Be- because when I met her, all I saw was this Brooklyn, hard shell, fuck you, this, that. But that's what it was. Suck it was my the show. dick. It was so, the show. You know, that yeah. was it. But, but then when uh, we had a conversation one day and we were talking about kids, and my oldest son was doing some bullshit, right? <laughs> and and I'm just like this motherfucker, you know. And and then and then she made a, a specific comment that made me like look at her like she kind of cool. Yeah. And and it was something like it's okay. It was something like it's okay to not like your kid, not like your kid. Yeah, like you fucking love your kid. Yeah, but they could be assholes. Sometimes. But I don't fucking like this kid. And if I wasn't biologically connected to you, I wouldn't have anything to say to your ass. Yeah. Right. And when she said it, I was like. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that motherfucker mm-hmm. right now. You know, mm-hmm. he he's fucking up right now yeah. and doing shit and causing all kinds of fucking mayhem. Yeah. You know, and, and we're not talking like anything real, real major. Right. You know, he, he's a good kid, but he he did some teenage shit yeah. that it's like you dumb motherfucker. Yeah. You know, I remember my dad at Discord. I yes. remember my dad telling me once, he's all, "I love you." <laughs> yeah yeah and so when she said that it was like I, I actually saw this little chink in the armor because all I've seen is this wall this wall of this badass mm-hmm. you know nobody's gonna fucking talk to me or mm-hmm. deal with me and then all of a sudden it was like that simple comment kind of told me like okay she's human well right? here's the thing that's not meant for everybody that that protective that protective armor is there because of a, survival. a lifetime of surviving. Especially I will say as women and especially women of color. So you put up you gotta have really thick fucking armor. And then when you finally find your person, you kind of roll over and you allow the belly rubs to happen. Because there has to be a sense of and I'll only speak for myself. There has to be a sense of security and a sense of trust. And when you are with that person that you have that level of trust, you have that level of security, you know that they will not take your vulnerability and weaponize that against you. Right. Then that's when you can be soft. And you really hope that when you have, when you find that and you kind of let that armor you take the armor off and kind of put it on the floor that that person will have a a real understanding of the fact that you have done that and will be protective of that and in a later date and time will not weaponize that against you and that's hard and, you know, I, I've been called many times and it's been so hurtful that I am so independent and I don't need anybody. And, and that, and like you said, that the, the, the bitches out here in this world that have the hardest shell, shell, real talk on the inside are the softest, are the softest. Yeah. I just like real talk. My, my non-shell Najina just wants to snuggle and kiss and be silly and like goofy goofy the side no one sees yeah this yeah like super nerdy and like you know do dumb shit like fart in front of each other no. like no. No. Yeah. you know what not I'm that, saying not that no, no that's good <laughs> that's that's love. Love. no you want me to suck your dick? I don't want to think about two seconds ago. You just sharded. No, no. it's not no. sharding. It's no. you snuggling. No, no, I'll work on that. <laughs> so, um, I'll work on that for you. So, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sucking dick and sharding. Okay. Um, yeah. That's your girl, yeah. and she's nasty. Um, so, but I get this is a no judgment. Area. <laughs> it's a no judgment. We area. don't kink shame. Damn kink it. shame. I'm no just kink shame. Eat these wings. Um. But um, what I was going back to was, you know, she put up this hard shell. And then, but the hard shell is not fake. 
It's that's it's, not fake. That's me. It's no, real. But, but I don't know you, and I don't need to let you in. But you know what that is, though. That's ego creating that shell. Okay, I'm good with that. And that's <laughs> but but and you should be. There's not there's there is you should never be. I think nobody should be embarrassed about when we the 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 emotions that are uh, deemed uh, the bad emotions. Right. There's nothing wrong with I, that. I am 100% that, comfortable moving that in That protected space you. And, and giving people the impression yeah. that if you fuck with me, I fuck with you right back. Because yeah. that's real. Yeah. Now, if I give you the permission to get over that wall, and I'm not, where I don't have hubris is I'm not like, well, if I let you over the wall or, or through the wall, then you're special. No. No. Because that person might not respect that space mm -hmm. or respect that honor. I respect it. Mm -hmm. If I've given you the permission to see through it and get over it, that's a growth for me. Right. If you, if you accept that growth and you move with me through that growth, then that's a growth for us. But if, if I give it and it isn't received, that's okay. I still grew. Absolutely. And, and I still let somebody in. Yes. So I'm good with it. So the wall is real. And I don't want to be friends with everybody, which is something that Shit, you shouldn't have to, which is something that people struggle with because in, in general life, everyone's all about oh, that. Man. Hey, how are you? Good morning. Nice to see you. It might be not be nice to see everybody. you. You look like an asshole. I've heard some of this shit you said. I don't want to be a fucking friend. Or your fucking energy is too much for me to deal with. Yes. Like, there are people that are, there are people in my life where real talk, they're, that is so they're fucking wonderful real. human beings. But your motherfucking energy is too much for me. I just can't. I can't. People who don't you understand about empaths do not do process not how difficult that. that is. They don't. That's how I felt about yep. homegirl who I'm not friends with anymore who mm -hmm. had a baby whose cat just died recently. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Like when I met her, I was like, there is so much here. I can't fuck with it. I can't. And then I did the rare exception of breaking that rule and letting that person and what in. Happened? It all fucking blew up in yep. my face. And I knew that that person's mm -hmm. energy, while not necessarily bad energy. It's just too much. It was too much. Yeah. And it never quite measured in any of my spaces. Yeah. It was always like, <gasps> you know, and, and I was know exhausted like? all the fucking time dealing with it. Exactly. It's not that it's bad. It it's, wasn't bad. It's like fucking wasabi. Wasabi ain't bad. I like wasabi. But it's strong. But too much of that but shit. Too much of that shit. Your nostrils will be flipped out and you can see your own brain. You want to see crying. their own brain. Right? You got Bell's palsy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why won't my left arm work? Like, that's what I'm saying. My it's not eye bad. It's down by my chin. Exactly. That's not where it was meant to be. Exactly. I can't yes. hear out of my yes. left ear. It's not that that, the, that person color. is bad. I'm tasting and sound. I'm seeing exactly. I just tasted purple. Yeah. What the fuck? You're fucking scrambling my senses. Exactly. Yes. It's not that that person is a bad person. It's just your energy field is too much for my yes. empathic ass to handle. Yes. And so therefore, I'm me, good. I can just take a piece of you. I'm good. I can say hello. I can smile. I can be grateful to have you in my presence when you're there. And I can be just as grateful when you're not. 30 minutes at a time. And then I got to dip. Yeah. Cause I gotta and go I reboot fucked the up. battery. Yeah, exactly. I broke, I broke that understanding of myself, yeah. and it and you'll up. never do it again. It blew up. Yep. It blew up, and it to this day it still hurts me. Yeah. And I shouldn't have allowed it to do it. There, again. there are people that literally shit on me. They're like, "Why don't want you spend time with me?" I'm like, "Uh, 
I don't know how to tell you that energetically you're just too much for me to handle. <laughs> <laughs> that, not that only was, will you that was not almost understand like a, it, like a Dave Chappelle spill, you know. <laughs> huh, you shit on me, huh? huh? Well, you know, not only do you not understand it, but yeah. explaining it to you drains my battery. Yeah, anyway, welcome yeah. to Pop Copy. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna have Najina back talk about spirit. That'd be cool. I that. think that is gonna be beautiful. I'll yeah. do it. You know, I'll do tarot too. I'll bring <sighs> my cards. Let's do it. Let's do it. And oh my oh god, yeah. Najina, that is so exciting to me. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Thank you, Najina. Thank you for having me. This oh, this was cleansing. Thank you for this fucking week. You're welcome. Well, let me tell you something. I mean, you were like the queen of chicken. Yeah, and so real talk. We were nervous for, about for, presenting for you, you with you our to, wings. For you to come in and be like, them wings is fire. That they was are. like. Big mm. compliment. I'm going to put it's some okay, in she my didn't purse. eat any Puerto Rican food, whatever. <laughs> it's cool. When you're not keto, you can maybe eat my grandmother's recipe for pasteles that I learned how to make for the I'm, first time I'm ever. I'm going to eat the shit out of pasteles. <laughs> AK don't like them, but not this week. It's, it's too, too, it's too root. It's too earthy to me. I'm an earth sign. I'll fuck with some earth. It's uh, green bananas and plantains and taro uh, root. I'm allergic to bananas. Are you? Mm-hmm. Like highly allergic she to bananas. She used to be allergic to bananas when she was a little kid. Yeah. And now she hates them because of how bad the experiences were yeah. when she was allergic. Can't do it. Yeah, don't fuck with anything. Well, good thing you didn't taste it. You don't hate Puerto Rican food. There's so many fucking bananas. Bananas and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Green bananas and everything. Can't yeah. do it. Not not yellow sweet bananas, but like cooking bananas. Like yeah. they don't, like no matter how ripe they are, they don't turn yellow. Nope. Can't do it. Interesting. Not banana chips. Not ban- oh, like, God, and, and you know what's, ugh, I can't even, I shouldn't say this because I'm going to rat us it. out. Damn it, I'm ruining our fucking street cred itself. We so, our banana way. pudding. <gasps> Hush. <laughs> Bitch. Hold up. So, Saturday nights are always a fucking shit show. Yes. And we always run out of desserts. And at some point in that night, I have to run and make more fucking banana puddings in the back. And of course, you're making them, and there's leftover on the spoon, and I'll, like, lick it. So, I thought... Damn, I'm I'm building up an immunity to fucking bananas. bananas. Right. I can handle this shit. So then I went to somebody's house and ate banana pudding. And damn near, bitch needed an EpiPen. Almost had to fucking call 911. It was bad. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I came back and I was like, damn, I be eating this banana pudding at South. And I don't be having this reaction. Right. And then one of my employees was like, Najina. You didn't know? We done been changed the recipe. It's vanilla pudding. I was just about to say it's fucking vanilla pudding. And the only part that's banana is the actual banana chunks. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck all y'all. You had me gassed up. <laughs> you thought you was grown and sexy. I literally. fucking bananas. Exactly. I thought I was like drinking rattlesnake venom and was fucking immune to this shit. And then went and damn near had to go to the hospital. Almost killed yourself y'all fucking around. Because y'all motherfuckers was lying to the ownership. Never Real again. talk. When you started that story, I was like, watch her fucking say there's no bananas in her. And I'm going to tell you why I know. Because that little asshole next door, <laughs> who I love hates fucking bananas but we'll eat your banana pudding yep she won't touch the bananas but she'll eat the pudding she'll eat the pudding that little fucking motherfucker knew all along mm-hmm. wow my own staff lied to me i will pay all of you back <laughs> <laughs> y'all peace man i gotta like, fucking like, pee like, like that yeah 
All right. Well, I I guess I'll go ahead and and and, and do the outro. Close it out. Close you it know? out. Come on. Guess I'll do it. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Najina. Thank you for having me. You're coming back. Oh, you know I am. Yep. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs>